All right, it's time. Another week, CTGD Radio. This is episode 756 for July 24th, 2023. And on the show this week, we're going to have a full house, but we got uh, Anthony. Terrence is late. Yes, he is. We have Drew. Indestructible. And we've got the Wombat, too. I can feel it coming over me. I feel it all around me. Can you feel it calling in the air of night? I do not. Oh, damn it. But I have been waiting for this moment all my life. It's my destiny. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's, let's just get right into the video games. Anthony, I know you're dying. I know you're dying over there. Oh uh, yeah, just uh, me and Terrence played the hottest game of. Hold on, what year did that come out? Twenty twenty. I think so. Yeah. Um, give me a second. Hottest game of twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Wolfenstein. Uh, <laughs> I just shudder when you say it. Because it sucks. I did not like that game at all. It's bad. I can't imagine. So I played a little bit of it solo. I'm going to tell you right now. Shooting feels good in that game, but it's not fun solo. No, because they just they assume you're playing co-op, so they just throw a whole bunch of dudes at you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, this sucks. But that's <laughs> and, kind of what Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, did too. And they made you super weak in the first half. Yeah. And, so but see, the, not, the machine games has a problem. And here's the that's problem. That's not machine games. No, well, that's arcane. Young Blood, well, yeah, it wasn't machine games. Well, it feels the same though, in yes, in, it does. in in the sense because Wolfen's the the new Wolfenstein games, so New Order, New the old Colossus, whatever. Uh, uh, old Blood. Old Blood. New, uh, old <laughs> New New Order, Old Blood, New uh, New Colossus. Uh, <laughs> that's not confusing at all. Young Blood. Yeah. Some kind of blood. Yeah. Those games have what I call the Battlefield Bad Company feel to them. And the reason I say that is because I can see a guy in the distance, but I cannot shoot him. But for some reason, he can shoot me. And it's like they have like this pinpoint accuracy with those games where I'm constantly getting shot and for probably a good five to six seconds, I have no idea where this guy is. And then I realize, oh, he's like a mile away and he's able to hit me. Those games have always suffered from that. And I, and I'm just like, it makes it not really fun. It's because the whole point of Wolfenstein is to kind of feel powerful, right? Like, and they do that. Um, and so out of all the the games, the second game, they do do that, but it takes a while to get there. But the first game is still the best. Out of all these new Wolfenstein games, I didn't yeah. like the. I don't like the t- like. Thank God, Terrence and I are playing it high because, like, the sense of humor is uh, bad. Is bad. I'm I, I. I this is a weird statement to make, but like, I know that it's easy, um, and and it's preferred that we make fun of Nazis. This is just a real life statement, um, because they're jokes. Um, uh, if you think like that, uh, A, stop listening to the show, and uh, B, you're a fucking moron. But in the context of what Wolfenstein, uh, the New Order, was presenting was this sort of, holy shit, 
they're not a fucking joke. So I was like, okay, I'm into this because like you are just this fucking badass that's just fucking murdering Nazis and that you should be losing. And it was like this great feeling and they were terrifying. And then uh, New Colossus, because the old blood is just kind of uh, 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 trying to branch Size the Wolfenstein. Story. Well, it's no, it's it's a pre- uh, prequel yeah. to New Order that sort of is trying to blend in elements of the 2009 game to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, New Colossus is like, but what if this was Borderlands? And I'm like... Mm-hmm. No, no, because in Borderlands, I'm killing a bunch of psych- psychos that wear masks and are generally unarmored. And the whole joke is that these people are insane. So, like, and, like, everybody on the planet's like that, not just the psychos. That's the sort of, like, the tone of that game is fine for that. But, like, man, and then Youngblood is just like, what if they vomited because they killed a Nazi for the first time? It's like, ha, ha. Like it, it went over better than I thought it would, but at the same time, I'm like, this is so stupid. It's so I just, dumb. I don't need this. I, I like, and we're never finishing that series. And I, I, I think I say that every fucking time Machine Games comes up. Like at this point, like Young Blood says that Hitler's dead and the Nazis are still around. So then, what the fuck point is there of a third Wolfenstein? Like, just Mecha Hitler. But, but but it doesn't matter because the Nazis are still around and apparently just controlling all of Europe because that's what Youngblood says, right? And it's like, I, whatever, we're playing it together because it's a shooting game and we can turn our brains off because the drugs do that for us. Um, what I really want to talk about is uh, goddamn Nintendo stealing top slots in the game of the year category, uh, Pikmin 4. Um. So, as somebody shit. who has only played Pikmin three, give me a rundown. What does it so, add from Pikmin three? So, first of all, this is the first game where, it, like, outside of the the three DS game, which is like a side scroller. Um. So I'm gonna be honest. I didn't play like Pikmin three much at all. Like, I have it on the Wii U, and I was like, I'll play this, and then never did. Um, like I started it up. Cool. Um, I'm more familiar with Pikmin one and two and this game. So, so I guess the first part is I'm going to say like story wise, uh, you are not Olimar and you are not Louie. You are a created character who is sent to rescue the rescue team that was trying to rescue Olimar. (laughs) And the game has changed perspective. You no longer sort of look down at it. You can. You can position the camera that way. But uh, for the most part, you are at the, uh, like, you know, just above eye level of your character. So the world is big. Like, it is, you are miniature in the, on Earth, essentially. Um, And uh, so you're, like, the first area is a garden. And there's big, but you know, potted plants turned over and everything. The first thing you do is is pull a plant to break the pot. Um, and there, there, so there's a lot that's different. I'd almost argue that like this is as important in the steps forward as 
Breath of the Wild is to Zelda. Like, this is going to change how Pikmin is played. So the first thing is, is that it limits you to 20 Pikmin. You have to upgrade the onion to get more Pikmin out. And all the Pikmin come out of an onion. All the, all the Pikmin come out of the same onion. Which is not how it was done in the originals. If you wanted blue Pikmin, they had to come out of the blue onion, etc. Um, right now, they only have two types. Uh, also, Ochi, who might be the best character in this entire franchise, is the dog character. He operates like a Pikmin. He has the pull strength, so he's small when you start and he grows like after you're done the first mission. So you can ride him, um, and all the Pikmin actually latch onto the side of him, too. Uh, so you basically move as one unit now. You move faster when you ride him? No. Okay. But he does have a dash technique that you can use. Um, and once you're on, like, once you ride him, you don't have to, you no longer tell him to, uh, dash at something. You are on him when he dashes at it. Um, but, uh, it's, um, it's a little weird. So, like, I'm limited to 20 Pikmin. However, I ran into 10 of a new type of Pikmin in the cave and they just joined me. Because in the cave systems, you're not limited to the number of Pikmin total. Um, so it, it's a little odd that way. Like, it'll stop spitting out seeds at this point when you have 20 Pikmin, which is weird, but it is keeping those seeds inside the uh, onion for later. Yeah, it sounds which is somewhat similar to it's similar. It's similar, but there's like... I don't remember the mechanics of Pikmin 3. Does the... um So in, in Pikmin 3, at the end of the night, they would all, all... Whatever onions you brought back would merge together, and it would be like a universal onion okay, to so start this, the next day. I'm not sure if this one does that This or not. is just a red onion. That's what threw me off. Like, it's well, just a standard you, red. Yeah, so in... In three, I think the red one is the first one that you find, but then when you start finding other ones, they merge at the end of the night into a universal one. Okay, so right now, at the end of the night, uh, I'll just say it because I, I, they showed it in the trailer, uh, I have Ice Pikmin with me. The yeah. Ice Pikmin just get into the Red Onion. And, and if I go to the Red Onion, I can pull those Ice Pikmin out. There's only they, they, they actually mark spots because you can move your ship in the level. Um, so you can pick a new landing zone, essentially, in the same area. Gotcha. Um, and there's only one spot for an onion. So I don't know if they merge anymore, um, but I did bring back a yellow onion to the uh, red onion, and it allowed me to take out ten more Pikmin. Um, yeah. yeah, it sounds similar, but not it's the same. similar, but it's it, it is it is a bit odd because like right now the only flowers I've found are red, so I don't know if they're presenting it in a different way. I know there are yellow and blue Pikmin because the um, tutorial you play as Olimar and um, he has all the standard colors. Um, it's it's pretty neat the way it works because you now have the sort of these kind of open areas and you can only explore for... that. This is similar to the originals. I understand that. But like... Um, because you can move your ship around, uh, there, there's, you, you know, there's there's new materials. There's like a crafting system, sort of, 
in this. Um, essentially, you, there's just this raw material that your Pikmin can pick up and bring back to your ship. Um, and that stuff can be used, I'm assuming, for multiple things. Right now, I can only turn it into clay, but clay will allow me to build a bridge that I couldn't cross previously. Um, the, the it's It works generally the same way, but when you're in a cave, because there's no onion... All the enemies you fight turn into, uh, is it sparkle? Glitter? Shine? Something like that. Uh, and that's what you're trying to collect all the items for, too, is that you're trying to get this material, like this this essence, this shine or whatever, to start up the ship. Um, and enemies will have that in the, under, in the uh, underground area, but on the top surface, it just gives you more Pikmin. Uh, the, the nectar thing is still there, where the Pikmin upgrade their fla- upgrade to flowers, um, nice. off of nectar and everything like that. Can you? Um, I assume that the um, you can use the touch screen to control it, like on the Wii U. Well, let's find out right now. Doing it live. Let me see. <laughs> so it it will do it live. Yeah. Uh. So I don't. Nothing seems to be happening. Um, okay. I'm touching the screen. So the the reason being is that you're you're essentially playing. I almost want to say a third person uh, platformer, but without a jump. Yeah. So, but but when you like when you throw your Pikmin at an enemy, you just aim a reticule and push well, a button like in the first two games. Or... It locks on, and okay. uh, there's actually like a button you can hold to keep that enemy positioned. In in your view, so you're not like so in the in the Wii U one, and I guess it makes sense because the the switch doesn't really have a stylus. But in the Wii in Pikmin three, you could tap on the enemy with the stylus and throw the okay. Uh, I will it. I think you could do that in the Switch version as well in the Pikmin three Deluxe. Yeah, you can. Um, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't added to the uh, remasters of one and two, which okay. uh, irritated people. Um, let me see here. Yeah, there's no touch control as far as I can tell. Um, which it, it, I, I know saying that probably is like going to upset people because that's the way they played Pikmin three. Um, it it makes sense here though again because like you remember you're viewing this like uh like from the angle you view a Zelda game, right? So you're constantly having your party sort of behind you, um, including uh, Ochi. And uh, it it automatically just kind of locks on to the closest thing, and then you just you know hit your shoulder buttons once again to kind of switch who you're commanding at that point in time. Uh, you still got your whistle technique. Uh, I'm just gonna pull up the. So you said you can switch to the overhead view. So all you do is yeah, if you want to switch to the overhead view, you just pull the analog stick back, and you're now viewing it from. Like you know, back towards you, uh, down. I guess is what I should be saying. Um, and you view from above. So can you play the entire game like that? Yeah, I mean, it, you probably have to keep resetting it to that. Um, it's not a, uh, it, it's not on by default, but you okay. can do that. Um, it, it does, it, it does play a lot with verticality in this game, though. Um, because you're sort of, again, viewing it from that perspective of the 3D platformer, uh, and there's no jump, they do want you to kind of see that, like, this stuff is, like, just out of your reach. So the Pikmin can get to it, but you can't. And they did play with that in the original games a bit, 
Um, but this time it's like far more vertical. You do see the height of everything. Now that disappears in the cave systems because it's not how the caves work. Um, but uh, I- I'm still pretty early on. So there's 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 other things like there's a full upgrade system. Uh, there's uh, a knight, which I have not experienced yet um, because I do ask you. So it doesn't seem that there's a uh, a day timer anymore. Like there, there or how do I put this? There's not like you only have so many days before the game ends. Oh, okay, so there's no urgency. There, there's urgency, but it's like there's urgency in each level. They have not presented, hey, we're gonna run out of food. Okay, because that was the big one in Pikmin Three. Was like you and each time it, you played, you kind of needed to find a, a food source to bring back to the ship at night. So yeah, so this has not presented that yet. That could be a thing. Um, there's the standard day cycle though, um, but you do get to eventually stay out at night. Um, now I don't know. I'm assuming there'll just be a story element at some point. Um, but it, it's it's I, I'm loving it so far. Like the the, the the small changes from like Pikmin one and two, like it's kind of crazy how it changes the game as drastically it does. Like Ochi, the fact that you get Ochi right away, like he's he's what you get before you get any Pikmin. Um and the fact that he is the power level of three Pikmin means that like while your Pikmin are carrying something, Ochi can carry something too. Now he can attack, but he has a health bar like you do. So you don't really want him to be in the battle as much because Pikmin are replaceable. If he dies, is it game over? Uh, I don't know, and I'm trying not to find out. Uh, It does have in the stats menu a uh, amount of knockouts, so he might just be down for the count temporarily. Um, But so far that says zero of mine. It also says zero Pikmin lost, and I try to keep that number as close to zero as possible, like always. Um... You don't you want to see st- their. You don't want to hear their screams oh. of death and see their little ghost fly up. Yeah, no. Um, the one only ghosts the, I want to see, want to see fly up are the uh, weird enemies. One of the things that I actually found kind of endearing about Pikmin Three, like I said, I've never played a Pikmin game until I played the deluxe version on the Switch. <laughs> um, was that it's cutesy, and but then you start getting like little <laughs> snippets of this is actually kind of creepy. Because uh, like, yeah. so you've never played, you've, you're on. No, I haven't played two. any of them. So like, and you're obviously Pikmin on Earth, two. and after we're all dead, kind of thing, and we're getting like the remnants of it. So, yeah, they they really like the. So, again, I'm only spoiling stuff that's in the first hour, and I'm not really spoiling it because I'm sure people will figure it out. One of the first items you find is a Game Boy Advance SP. <laughs> And like the original Pikmin games, they don't um, they don't call it a Game Boy Advance SP. They call it something else. Um, yeah, it's a, because, which I always loved. Yeah, because they're aliens trying to figure out what our world was like. And they explain why it automatically gets uh, names now. And it's like somebody installed an AI in the computer that just automatically names or in the uh, ship. And they're like, you installed an AI instead of solving or uh, installing um like you know uh safety protocol <laughs> like it's like yeah this is a totally useless function but it seems to have paid off like okay great but we crashed so um 
I do like the fact that I'm playing as my own character. I'm a recruit that's been sent in. And the goal is to find all these these um, uh, other uh, astronauts, basically, that have crashed. Um, so they all split up off of the main ship. And uh, Ochi is the first one you find. Then you find um, another gentleman. And then uh, so far I have four of the members. I think I have four left three left of the um, the team, but the, the main goal is to find Olimar um, and get the ship running. Uh, it, so it, it's... Sorry. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was going to probably go nowhere. I, I don't remember uh, what I was going to say. So <laughs> I was just going to say, so in, in Pikmin 3, the different team members, you had three team members, and they all had different like things that they could do. Yeah. Is it the same thing here? No, it seems like... Uh, so... No, because unless unless there's some weird innate ability that like depending on the character create uh, you create because they all have different like shapes. Um, yeah, you basically there's a big lug of a guy. I, I chose like a guy that kind of looks more like Louie in terms of shape. Um, but I don't. It didn't say anything about abilities. I think the idea is that you're upgrading your character with like new tech. Gotcha. Um, because that's a big part of it. Uh, training Ochi is a big part of it. Um, and then, uh, I mean, the standard Pikmin stuff. It, it, it's really weird because, like, the Pikmin are almost presented as, like, not a character in this game. Uh, like, they are in other games. Like, they, they, because you have Ochi with you all the time, uh, the Pikmin are just basically a forklift. Um, that you, I just you don't feel for them the same way when you have the dog that does the exact same stuff and does more because like uh, Ochi can track down items, so you can command him to search for anything that's shiny that you need for the rocket fuel. Uh, he can track down uh, the uh, lost astronauts. Uh, what else can you do? He can you can do a couple things, and there's there's like grayed out areas of things that I can tell him to do as well. So, um, it, it, again, I'm very early on, but like the fact that like I immediately was like, oh wow, this is fantastic. Like I don't feel as I always felt stressed in the other Pikmin games, um, because there isn't there's just not a lot of time, and you're like, oh god, they're carrying it, and they're almost there. Um, I don't know if three did it, but like they give you, they give you an actual radius around the like the safe zone, yeah, of where Pikmin can be now, yeah, which was yeah. not really done in the originals. Yeah, three three did that. Yeah. One of the worst part of the originals is knowing who is safe and knowing who is not, um, which meant you basically had to spend time to put your Pikmin back into the onion manually to make yeah. sure, or make sure they were in your party so that you knew they were safe. Or yep. leave them in the ground and not pluck them. Um, but already, like, I see... You know what this game reminds me of? And Ken will probably perk up. It reminds me a lot of what Tinykin did. Which is very odd, because Tinykin was basically Pikmin without the stress. <laughs> and this Pikmin is like, we have to keep some of the main elements here. But once again, this is like, we have the combat still. But for the most part, so far, it's been puzzle solving. Um, and figuring out how to move around and get stuff back to the ship as fast as possible. Uh, the enemies are there, uh, but never too much of a problem yet. Obviously, that'll change with bosses. Um, 
but uh, nothing like the uh, Water Wraith, which is the biggest nightmare fucking feel of this whole series, in my opinion. Um, uh, Drew, if you if you want to look up something like really creepy, look up the Water Wraith from number two. It's a see-through humanoid thing that pushes giant um, stone we- uh, wheels. Is probably not the like. Basically, it looks like a um, steamroller. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just runs over your fucking Pikmin uh, and crushes them instantly. And the music that plays when it appears is the most uncomfortable fucking random notes being hit shit I've ever heard. And uh, yeah, this game gets th- th- these games get uh, creepy. But so far, I have not seen that. But it's always a little bit before you get into it. Um, but I mean, I, I could totally see why. I could see some Pikmin fans not liking this game just because of the changes made. Um, but as someone that likes feeling small in the normal size world, I, I think it's doing great. Uh, the uh, tutorial level takes place in a house, which is a change. Um, obviously, they're throwing me back out to out, the outside gardens. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm loving this game so far. I I, I fortunately have not played enough of three to know what's changed from three to four, but uh, from one and two, it's a uh, very different feeling. Um, it, even like the time doesn't feel to move as fast as it used to. So yeah, uh, that's it. I mean, I, I'm going to play more and have more praise for it probably next weekend. That or I'll hate it. One of the two. It's how it always works, right? All right. Ken uh, fell asleep during that. I I kind of did. I kind of dozed off. I was like, ah, I don't play Pikmin. See my jam. This this is the only one where I'd go, eh, maybe give it a shot, Ken. Like I would not say like in O three if you don't like one and two, you know. Yeah, I don't like... three made me want to play more. One more thing, uh, co op kind of sucks in this, uh, because I know co op was a big thing in three, um. So in this game, it works like fucking uh, Super Mario Galaxy, yeah. which is kind of a shame. Uh, the second player just kind of points and shoots at things. Yeah, that's not fun. Um, there is a there is a different mode, however, on the title screen that I think is multiplayer, and it seems to be mission based still. So that might fulfill it, but I, I have not click that because it's not the story and the story is kind of the main aspect of it so i'll I'll probably give that a shot and uh, have more on it next weekend i i'll explain why i didn't play more of it yesterday was going to be all pikmin day because i was really excited to play it and then at 9 a.m in the morning i have one of i had one of those plastic shelving units that decided to tip over and drop all of its contents onto my floor creating both one of the worst fire hazards i've ever seen as well as a mess uh, that I had to clean up. So I had to move all that shit out of the way, go to Walmart, buy a bookshelf, and use that instead. So that was where a lot of my day was spent. Oh, was life. So. Great time. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Fucking love spending money that I didn't want to spend, as well as cleaning up messes that I didn't make. Uh-huh. What? I think you just oh, described fatherhood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm gonna pass on that then. That's what everybody like says. I, like I like I have a choice to pass on it. Ain't no one fucking me. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn man. 
Lord. Hey, hey, that one's, some, that some... one's going to get clipped. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about some other video games. <laughs> want to welcome Terrence to the show. He finally showed up. What's up? What's going on? I mean, we're talking about video games, you know. Actually, we've only talked about one. I guess two. Oh, man. Has it, has it been all Pikmin? It's been mostly Pikmin. Oh, okay. So, they did talk about Wolfenstein, which we gave way too much time to that game. Oh, I was there for that. We had a good time, man. You fucked them Nazis up, boy. I blew a dude's leg off. It was like Soldier of Fortune level that of... That is uh, true. The, the violence is top-notch. I, I yeah. give them credit for all those. I mean, all the new Wolfenstein games, you see some some great violence. All right. Uh, so we'll move on to Drew. Okay. So a few things I want to talk about. Um, Phoenix Down. We played. Uh, we played our fill of Shin Megami Tensei: Strange Journey. That uh, that game is too hardcore for us. Maybe maybe if I was twenty and didn't have you know a life anymore or anything like that. I would be able to play that, but the monotony of going through a dungeon and you go up a floor, but then some of the, the some of the second floor has false tiles that make you fall down back to the first floor, and then you got to walk all the way around and go back up the stairs, and then you do it again. I was like, I don't, I don't want to play this game anymore. It's, it's... And I text, I texted Matt, and he said, Yeah, I don't either. Is fucking Chris Kringle at your house? No, that is my cat playing with something in the hallway. <laughs> it's like, it's... Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, jing, jing, jingling. Like, tell him he's early. Right. Tell him to go back to fucking bed. It's not time. No, no, no. That's my cat rolling something around. Oh, it's hilarious. But, but, uh, I tried to talk through that so you guys couldn't hear it. Oh, I heard it. I just made it worse. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, we gave up on on Strange Journey, unfortunately. It That's, happens. Uh, it happens. It happens. We hate to abandon a game. Um, what the flying fuck is this that what? you just put in our fucking <laughs> chat, dude? I I sometimes we just stumble. This is not going to be in our release thing for a while. But like, what the f- wacky Wonderland wall, a three D platformer for the ages, game of the year, greatest game of all time, the game. And it's like, it's blatantly says, like, this is an asset flip. <laughs> Just okay. like, what the fuck am I doing? Ah. But, uh, yeah. Um, but we moved on to our next game on Phoenix Town. Um, and it's a, definitely a game I'm going to finish. Um, we're playing through Resident Evil 4 Remake. Oh, god damn it. I was gonna, I was gonna say Paw Patrol. <laughs> no, I went Paw Patrol. Not this time. Um, but, uh, Two things. One, that game looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Two, that game is f- hardcore. I forgot how hard that game actually is. And I'm playing on standard mode, but going to the first part with the village, I was just like, dude, I died like four or five times here. Is there a quick turnaround button? No. Okay. I don't think so. Not on that one. That's 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 a bad idea. 
like I, I was trying to find it. Like you know, Resident Evil Two had that right. A quick turnaround. Pretty sure two and three had it. Which is why the hell did they not have it in four? Maybe I'm wrong. I I know that they introduced it in what was it remake on the GameCube. Yes. You and just you hold R one or L B and then press down on the D pad and that's how you quick turn. Well I mean is that on is that on four as well? Yeah, that's I know yes, that's sorry. how you did it. That in is on four. Okay. Good. Well I wish the game would would tell me that. I mean why would they tell you that? Get good. Well, well you know, maybe I wouldn't get killed by the chainsaw guy for the fourth time. I mean, all of us who have played Resident Evil 6 know that Capcom is not the best at explaining what you can do in their video games. This is true. So, man, or, that is Where to fucking truth. go, man? Like, there's a reason why Terrence and I have to fucking <laughs> return to that. Fucking, we get high, and then we're just like, man, this all just looks the fucking same. Why are we going up on a fucking pump up and down with some sort of, like, that whole complex area of the final mission of, uh, what's his name? Terrence? Jake. Yeah, Jake's, Jake's fucking campaign. campaign. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this? It didn't make any goddamn sense. So yeah, no. No, they don't do the good job of that. I gotta tell you, Jake's fucking campaign sounds like it would have been an Xbox One game that released about <laughs> the same time as the Leisure Suit Larry game on Xbox and BMX X. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what about the I guy really... game? Oh, what? I forgot about. Oh the yeah, guy game. <laughs> I forgot about the guy game. Oh, there was a God. Playboy game too. Uh, uh, the the Playboy game is is act- the guy. The guy game is uh, illegal to own. <laughs> well, the Playboy game oh, has wow. like become one of the rarest Xbox games, so like it's worth like a fuck ton of money, which is funny because it's terrible. It is. <laughs> it is. But yeah, um, but yeah, I'm playing through that. Um, pretty good, holds up. I think I think um, you know, Resident Evil Four is one of the good ones. I like I, I like still... that Drew's like it, it's it's good. It holds up, and like two months ago, everybody was like, "This is game of the year." So <laughs> so I am. I prefer Resident Evil Two remake. It, two, there was more to do to two. Yeah, this feels almost like a like a you know linear shooting gallery. That's because that's what four was. Yeah. So you know you get that open like when you get a little further you'll get into that open area mm-hmm. where you're like you got the boat and you go between the different areas. But yeah, at the beginning it's very much a, a like a a corridor shooter. So yeah. But um, yeah, I mean I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I uh. Yeah, that was that was kind of a big suggestion by Matt. He was like, because I was like, hey, you know, our theme is sequels and remakes and and stuff like that and spiritual successors. And I was like, I said, uh, I've got Dead Space remake, and he's like, kind of want to save that for maybe Halloween. I was like, okay. He's like, what about Resident Evil Four? I was like, I, I don't own it, but sure. So I picked it up. I used some of my Microsoft points. Oh, Jesus Christ! You better you better love them while you can, because I don't know if you've. I'm sure you've noticed because your ass is in there every day. They're really taking that shit out. They are nerfing the crap out of that. Like you can't make any points anymore. They're like, fuck you. You don't yeah. get shit. Yeah. So I didn't spend any money on Resident Evil Four, but um, 
Yeah, no, I'm excited to get into it. Like, I want to see, did they change anything? Or oh, they, they changed a lot. No, they changed a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Story, story-wise, story even? Yeah, even some of the stories are a little bit different. But yeah, there, there are new areas. Like, so the third act is very trimmed down. Because um, I don't know if you remember the third area when you go to the island. Yeah. It drags on and on and on. And it's it's so much more clean now. Okay, cool. But yeah, we're we're gonna do that. Um, I play some Diablo Four. Boy, um, <laughs> hearing all you guys in the chat talk about Diablo Four, like everybody just is miserable, but can't stop playing. It feels like Overwatch. Yeah, no. <laughs> so so here's the thing. I, I I didn't get to max level in Diablo Four before the before the patch and the season one and stuff like that. So I didn't see a lot of those nerfs because I wasn't ever really strong to begin with. Um, but I mean, I get some of it. So they, they, they nerfed a lot of stuff because they were gearing up for season one. The problem there is, is that there are some people who just don't want to play the season. They don't want to start over. Um, and they nerfed the stuff because you got a lot of powerful stuff that you can get through the season. Well, that just screws everybody up that doesn't play the season stuff because now I'm just nerfed and I don't have access to this seasonal stuff. Well, and so I'm sure that what you're describing is a part of it. Um, but some of the, uh, changes that they've made, it's clear they really only made because they want to increase playtime like the yeah. the they've got some metric related to the amount of time players play and it was probably going down as people finish the game because this is what we were talking about right before um the show started there's no reason whatsoever to make it take five seconds to leave a dungeon instead of three, three. unless you're trying to juice uh user playtime yeah but i mean what does that right? do I mean, who, who, who well, cares? I'm, I'm sure they've got some metrics that they report um, or that they're judged on that relate to how long players play the game. Most of those live service games do. Um, and so it's some, some engagement metric. And I'm sure that they, some some data science person somewhere probably said, you know, if we increase the amount of time it takes everybody to leave a dungeon by two seconds, it'll increase our overall playtime by X amount. Um, it, Cause there's up, there's no other reason to do that. No, there is no. And other then reason. to nerf, to nerf XP rewards is also the same kind of thing. Like I understand if you're rebalancing damage um, in advance of the season, I think some of it's probably a little uh, heavy handed. But I can understand rebalancing damage if you feel like damage is out of whack before you start adding some more powerful stuff. But there's a lot of stuff in there that's clearly just Diablo is a live service game now. And we measure live service games by user engagement and how long people play. And so we're going to do these things that at least superficially will increase time played. Because so um, otherwise, they don't make any sense. Yeah, if you also pay for the battle pass, you'll get some XP boosters. Of course. Yeah. 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 So is it, while while you're while we're talking about um Diablo four, can I just can we talk about the battle pass for a second? Sure. Go for it. Um so can we talk about how bullshit it is 
that <laughs> not only, unlike many other games, uh, live service games, right? Fortnite is the best example I can think of. If you buy the Fortnite Battle Pass, it's, what, 950 V-Bucks or something like that. And then usually every Battle Pass, if you max it out to 100, will give you somewhere between 12 and 1500 V-Bucks, which is enough to buy the next Battle Pass and also usually enough to at least save up to buy something else, right? But if you wanted to, you could just buy something else and not the next Battle Pass. The Diablo Premium Battle Pass gives you 666 Platinum if you finish the entire thing. The Battle Pass costs 1000 So not only do you not get enough to buy the next Battle Pass, you don't even get enough to buy anything in the store. Yeah. Because there's nothing in the store that costs less than 800 Platinum. So you buy a Battle Pass, max it out, and still don't have enough Platinum to buy anything in their store. That's nonsensical. I don't, I don't understand how that happens. Um, like, I don't understand what decisions take place that lead to someone looking at the battle passes on offer at other live service games and saying, you know what we should do is we should give people less currency for finishing the battle pass than everybody else gives, comparatively speaking. That, that's blue. Um, well, because go look at what, Overwatch's battle pass, too. Do they, wait, does the Overwatch Battle Pass not give you enough currency to buy the next one? No, it never no. has. No. Does it at least give you enough currency to buy something in the store? Not the like store. It does possibly not. A, a crappy skin. Well, no, it doesn't because somebody did the math, right? Like, you'd have to complete several Battle Passes just to get one skin. Like, I think it's like See, that's three bullshit. or four seasons. Hmm. Well, that is bullshit because they have Call of Duty and Call of Duty's Battle Pass and Warzone gives you enough. Like, I don't understand. But Blizzard is why new they... to doing this. Like, they're not good at it. And that's very clear because they fucked up the first two they've done. Yeah, but they, they reached out to the Call of Duty people to help with Overwatch. Y'all couldn't reach out and be like, hey, you guys are successful with your Battle Pass. Could you maybe give us some tips? I mean, well, Overwatch I... Overwatch didn't have the problem because, let's be fair, those of us who stuck around through the, the, the drought were just lapping up any content we could get, uh, at least for the first, like, three to four seasons. Now that's, that's yeah. Well, now that's changed. Like I haven't even maxed the battle pass for this season. I didn't even purchase season four's battle pass. Well, I know you you quit playing. I'm still playing, but I yeah, haven't maxed no. it. Like you know me, I max it before mid season patch. No, no, season's almost over. I haven't maxed it. Nah, I'm good. Wait, season five's almost over. Yeah, it's like less than thirty days. Like twenty some days, I think. Wow, that's. How much I don't give a crap about Overwatch anymore. Yeah, but what I'm saying, like for somebody like me who does play it, to not have maxed it yet, is crazy. Like, I may not. I may not max it. It'll be the first one. And when people like me, who are your super hardcore diehard fan base, are not finishing it, that's the problem. I don't know. Like, I, I like Diablo 4. I think it's a decent game. Um, it's wildly different from 3 and 2, if we're being honest. Um, 
I don't know. Like, like I started a new character with the seasonal stuff, and I wanted to skip the campaign because I don't care about going through the campaign again. But then I sat down. I was like, okay, what the hell do I do? Yeah, that's kind of why I quit playing. Like, uh, I was playing through the campaign, it, and I was just like, this is kind of boring. Well, see, the thing, they, they, I, I enjoy the do, campaign. I like the campaign too. Like, I like the story. I like how they, you know, they they did throw in some pretty good throwbacks to Diablo two and stuff like that. Um, but if you just start just, you know, like basically adventure mode, which is the best way I can describe it from Diablo three, if you start adventure mode, I don't know what the hell to do other than do the tree of whispers stuff. And if that's the case (laughs) until I hit level 50 and then I could go to a different difficulty and finally start doing nightmare dungeons. Like, yeah. What the hell? That that's fifty levels. That's I'm, so. Right now, I'm uh, I'm just cleaning up the map. Like that's wh- where I'm finding my enjoyment with the game right now. Unlocking all the altars of Lilith because those will carry over to the seasonal characters, and um, uh, unlocking the map because that also carries over and all the renown and all that. Um, but I I don't know. Like I've got, I, I've beat the capstone dungeon, so I could at any point jump it up to to three, um, and do the nightmare dungeons and stuff. But I'm not really, I'm not really driven to do that right now, uh, and I'm not really driven to to start a new seasonal character either, um, and start all over again. But uh, and maybe I will be once I unlock all this stuff on the map. But um, it's more. The game has become more about satisfying my uh, uh, desire to unlock everything, which is happens most of the time in games like this. Uh, that's generally tends to be the thing that holds me longer than anything else is just like the the joy of ticking things off a list. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens once I tick everything off the list, whether or not I decide I want to move on and start playing a seasonal character or whatever. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll uh, definitely get that that sense because they do give you a ticker like you have a seasonal journey and you have to do yeah. certain things in that seasonal journey. So they give you like a list of like okay, complete a dungeon in this area, and then do a cellar in this area, and then you move on to part two of that. You know, it's it's they give you a ticker, um, and I think I need to jump deeper into it a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Like I was hoping I would like the barbarian. I don't know if I like the barbarian. Yeah, it's a it's a class that gets better the longer you play it. Yeah, but, I know. Um, it's it's tough at first, especially if you're not used to playing a melee like a direct damage melee class. Um, it takes some getting used to. Yeah, um, the, the, but, the issue I had was is like I, I, I will say once you get once you get leveled up and if you pick the right skills and stuff, I soloed the capstone dungeon with no problems whatsoever. Like yeah. com- very easily soloed the capstone dungeon. Um, I've soloed. What level were you? Yeah, fifty. Jesus, I was level fifty-two. Damn, I was level fifty-two, and I could not beat that boss. I had to bring uh, my old roommate in to help me. Yeah, and like I keep hearing about people getting beat or getting killed by the butcher. Uh, and I, I've I've soloed him. I've he's popped up three times now, and I've soloed him all three times without any trouble. Um. So like the it's the barbarian can be a very powerful tanky class uh if you pick your upgrades right. 
but it takes a while. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that game. Like, honestly, every time I play it, I'm like, you know, I could probably look for some runes in Diablo 2. I, I, every time I think, like, mm, I don't know. They they did exactly what I feared they would do. They tried to make a MMO, and they didn't go full MMO, and so it's kind of stuck in the middle, and I I don't know if I care for that loop. So I, I'm going to continue playing it. I'm going to go through the season at least and see how I feel about it. But, uh, I don't know. Like I, I'm just, that's, that's the best way I can describe it. I just feel very meh about it. I think it's a good game, but they have pushed that game into a direction that I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, it's, um, it feels silly to to uh, complain about it when I've spent so much time playing it, but at the same time, I, like I said in the Discord, it uh, it might be my favorite game I've ever secretly hated. Yeah, because <laughs> um, it's I'm having fun with it still, but it's like the 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 I can I can feel the end coming very quickly, and for a live service game, that's not what you want. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's only been like a month, right? I I hate I I hate what they have done to legendaries. I have hate I hate what they have done to loot in that game. Yeah, and in, I, in Diablo three and especially in Diablo two, if you had a unique or a, a legendary drop in those games, you you instantly stopped everything that you were doing and went and looked at the stats of that. In Diablo 4, I, I may break it down and take the legendary aspect off of it, but it's the same aspect that I've seen a million times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the, the other thing, too, is that it um, it encourages hoarding um, because when you find a really good aspect, you don't just want to immediately try to put it on something because you can never put it on anything else again. I did not know that until I did that. Because I, I had the best role for a legendary aspect. And I was like, I'm going to keep this for, for a nice long while. Nope. I put it on another chess piece and, oh, I can't take it off this chess piece because yep. i got a better chess piece I want to put it on. Nope. Yep. You can only the do only, it once. The only ones you can do over and over again are the ones you unlock from the dungeons, and those are the worst ones. Those are the lowest powered ones, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's stupid. So that's why... But but that explains why you keep getting the same aspect over and over again, because they only let you use it once. Um, but the, the problem is you get a nice roll, and it encourages you to just hoard it forever, because you want to put it on something, but as soon as you do, you know it's gone. Uh, yeah. And and then you're... Um, and you don't know if you're going to get something better down the line. Right, and your 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 upgrades are capped at four, so... You upgrade, you know, a piece of armor or whatever to its max. Eventually, you're going to find something better, um, but you're always pretty much going to find something better. So, yeah, it's um, it's it's strange. It it's there are some things with that they built where it's like, okay, yeah, this is clearly built because it's a live service game, and then there are some things they built where it's like, I don't know why you put this in a game that you want me to keep playing over and over again. Yeah. Um. That's strange. So let me ask you this. Currently, right now, are you complaining about Diablo 4 while playing Diablo 4? Uh, 100% I, I am. Yes. 
I can yes. hear you in the background mashing buttons. Of course, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I said. It's it's my favorite game I've ever secretly hated. Because um, yeah. I, I do, I enjoy the game. It's fun. Um, I've got my, and this is the other thing, and I know that they've always done it. So this isn't a, this isn't a complaint. Uh, it's a specific complaint about the way I feel right now. Is it's taken a significant amount of time and effort to get this barbarian where I want him, where I can solo the capstone dungeon with no problem. And so now to know that in order to play the seasonal content, I got to reboot and start a different character. It's like, ah, I don't really want to do that. That's, like, I don't really want to start over. That's, um, how, that's always been done though. No, I know. Um, it's just, that's where I'm at right now because I, uh, I like the character I have and I'm used to the way he plays. And, um, <sighs> I don't really want to start over and play through all the same stuff again, just less leveled. Try a different character. That's the only thing I can well, tell yeah, that's you. Well, I, I, I will. If I if I play a seasonal character, I'll do a rogue or something like that. I was going to do a sorcerer until they nerfed the shit out of them, and everybody said they suck now. So, um, the uh, so maybe I'll I'll try a rogue because people seem to be having fun playing those. But um, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to continue playing it, but I just... Uh... <laughs> it's, just it's cracking me up, because it sounds like everybody's just miserable, but like, I'm going to keep playing it. Man, I, I know uh, Listen, how... Mr. Overwatch. That's what I'm saying. It's like, say, I feel man. I feel in a... I feel welcome now. I feel welcome. Yeah, that's... that's I mean, for the <laughs> past three years, that's how you've been doing. <laughs> well, and I, you know, I I felt the same way about World of Warcraft when I was playing World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is they would do shit, and I would be like, "Oh man, why did they do that? Oh well, I guess I'll keep playing it for another forty hours." Um, I'm sure it'll get. I'm sure it'll get better the more I play it. Is is like how my brain works. Sure, World of Warcraft. Like, I know some changes are probably, but it's like I don't know. An MMO is a bit different than like a game that isn't i guess well okay like back back up for a second real quick world of warcraft basically had overwatch in it if that's what you're trying to make the comparison to it literally had that mode in it oh yeah that's why that's why my wife got into overwatch so heavy is because she used to run battlegrounds in world of warcraft which is essentially exactly what it is yep yeah the um uh i mean it's the same same basic concept right it's the um, both in an MMO and a live service game like this, it's how long can we keep people playing? The only difference is in World of Warcraft, it's because they're paying you a monthly subscription fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this case, it's a battle pass, right? It's, I mean, it's just, it's the same shit, different name. Um, but yeah. Well, I, I definitely will not be partaking in the battle pass. Oh, same. Yeah, for sure. There's I, absolutely I, nothing in that that I care about. No, and I, I've never bought a battle pass for. I mean, my son's bought a battle pass for Fortnite, but again, Fortnite's a little different because a, you earn enough coins if you max the battle pass out to buy the next one, and b, uh, Fortnite's fucking free. Yeah, like I didn't pay sixty dollars for Fortnite, seventy dollars for Fortnite. Uh, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> um, so for, forgive me for not wanting to give you. More money on top of the seventy dollars that I gave you, um, for a battle pass that doesn't even earn me enough to buy the next one, let alone anything in a shop. <laughs> dumb. It's annoying. It's so dumb. Yeah, I, like I, I don't. Again, I'm the wrong guy to ask because I don't do battle passes anyway. 
Um, but this one just seems completely fucked up. Yeah. I mean, unless you're playing the game like li- religiously, most battle passes are worthless. Yeah. Yeah. I got the first three seasons of Overwatch's battle pass and I didn't mind it and I, I did finish them. But after season four, I was just like, I don't know how much I'm going to play this game. We were all kind of down on it. Life Weaver was kind of garbage at the beginning. Oh, he still and is. I was like, he still is. <laughs> he still is. I I tried him a couple times this week, and I'm like, yeah, this this ain't it. Like, it's not enough healing output for me. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing about a battle pass is like, so I keep going back to Fortnite, and I keep going back to it because they they I think universally considered the best battle pass. Um, but that game is all about uh showing off your cool new skins to the people that you're playing with uh and and sort of bragging about the stuff that you unlocked in the battle pass i have not played diablo 4 with another person yet and no. the character models are such they look great but i can't if when somebody runs past me in the overworld i can't tell what they look like like i no, can't I tell can't what i can't identify immediately like Oh, that's the XYZ skin that comes from the highest level of the battle pass, which in addition to being, you know, a reason to have the stuff, if you're the type of person that likes to compare yourself to other people, it's also a fucking commercial for the battle pass. Like, that's why Fortnite's battle pass does so successfully is because people see the skins and the back blings and the the pickaxes and they think, oh, I want that. How do I get that? The only way to get yeah. it is to get to level 100 in the battle pass. Okay, I better buy the battle pass, and I better you know play the game until I max the battle pass out. I I can't see somebody run past in this game and be like, oh, that's the Batman skin. That's the level 100 skin at the end of the battle pass. It's like, oh, that's armor three. I don't yeah. know where he. I don't know if that's just something he picked up, picked or if it's up a cosmetic or what. or what. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it's just I don't know. It feels like Diablo is kind of the wrong game for that kind of battle pass with cosmetics and stuff. Um, yeah, that is I, one I thing that Overwatch did well was like the skins in the battle pass made you want to buy the battle pass if you yeah played the game. Well, yeah, and that's I mean Drew Drew was talking about it, and I don't remember if that was before we started the show or if that was on the show, but um, the the notion of the fact that I don't even want to transmog stuff most of the time in Diablo because the whole point is what does this new piece of armor I just picked up look like um, when I'm wearing it. And if your if your game is kind of built around the fact that ooh, what's this new thing I just picked up look like? Why am I going to wear skins over it all the time? And especially why am I going to pay for skins over top of it all the time when I have more transmogged skins in my inventory than I know what to do with? Yeah. Um. Also, another uh, frustrating thing, and again, most of the criticisms I have about this game are probably because I like it so much. If I thought the game sucked, I just wouldn't criticize it. I just wouldn't play it. Um, but it's frustrating to me that you can only die stuff that you've salvaged. So if I'm wearing a helmet that I like, can't use die on it unless I salvage it and apply the transmog to another helmet, which is just silly. Yep. Welcome to video games in the 2020s. Oh, I know. (laughs) Sorry, Drew, I just completely... No, it's fine. Your whole thing. We're, we're talking but, about Diablo. We're roundtable this shit. All right, so every game today gets a half hour, so this show's going to be four and a half hours. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Ain't nobody listening anyway. <laughs> there's there's one other game I do want to talk about. Um, I I for some reason uh wanted to 
try out something on Game Pass, and I saw that did. there was this game called Arcade Paradise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. You've kind of become addicted to Arcade Paradise. I've heard it's good. It's it's really good. It's it's a management sim where you start running a laundromat and have an arcade in the back of the laundromat, and then you expand it. But you still have to run the laundromat to make money. So you're doing, you know, you're picking up garbage and you're 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 doing laundry and stuff like that. But it's all video game logic. So like whenever you, so you have to you have to unclog the toilet on occasion, and it's like you're doing a mini game and you're having to do damage to the toilet to unclog it. It's it's dumb. Is it like they definitely uh, wear their their comedy on their sleeve with that kind of stuff. Um, but and I was telling Anthony about it. The soundtrack to that game is phenomenal. Like it, it's it it takes place in like 1992 or three or something like that. So you got like a lot of like 80s vibes, but you also get some of that early 90s grunge vibes. It's really good. I actually really enjoy that game, and it it, it can be a little. It's it feels slightly like those simulators, like the lawn mowing simulator or the power washing simulator where you're kind of doing the same task over and over again, but you always get something new. And then on top of that, you can play the, you can play the arcade games. You can just sit down and play the arcade games and they're like, you know, simple coin op games, but they're fun. What is this game called one more time? Arcade paradise. Okay. I check it out. Yeah. It's actually really cool. It's a, I I, th- I thought it was going to be like a, you know, sometimes when you play those simulator games and it's like almost like an asset dump and everything kind of controls like garbage and bullshit like that. This is this has actually got some quality behind it. I don't mind it. It's on Game Pass, so you can you can play it for free. Um, but yeah, that that that's pretty much it though. All right. Well, I'll move on to the wombat. Uh, you can move past me because all I played is Diablo. And I kind of no figured to talk why. any more about uh, that than we've already talked about. All right, Terrence, you're up. You've been quiet. Um. Okay. So uh, let's see. I played. I played. I played some AEW Fight Forever. Um, which I like that game a lot. Like so much so that I made. I made a wrestler and I'm going through the story mode again. And like, it's funny too. Cause like the, the dude that I made totally looks like my cousin. Cause he's like, he's a bodybuilder or a, a personal trainer. And so he's like super swole and like the face of like the skin. Cause they don't have, they have like, and I, you put this in your review. I'm not going to rehash the whole thing, but like they have like static faces. Um, and you can't really tweak too much, but like the, the one that looks like he's black <laughs> that I use like it's like a death ringer from my cousin and it's just it's just funny but anyways that game is actually really dope and I'm I'm looking forward to that new mode whenever that's supposed to come out I haven't seen anything I don't know Ryan uh, if you know. I haven't heard when it's supposed to come out you're talking about the stadium stampede mode yeah yeah stadium yeah, yeah. I have not heard when that's supposed to come out Okay. All right. Yeah, I saw I had a patch uh, yesterday, and I got hyped. I thought they had dropped it. I was like, "Oh, it's shadow drop," but it wasn't. Like I guess they just fixed some stuff. But um, yeah, I, I dig that game quite a bit. Like I, I'm excited to see where they go with it because the combat and stuff is really good. Like it just, they just need some more like features. Some commentary would be nice because like the music is 
is cool, but like you know, some commentary would be cool. Not for Jr. though. Don't hire him. No, he don't. No, clearly doesn't give a fuck. No, one hundred percent just phoning it in. Both yeah, probably like, literally and figuratively phoning it in. I yep. I think you are absolutely right. Like man. Um. But yeah, so that you know, I'll continue to play some more of that. I, and Anthony already talked about it, so we won't talk about Wolfenstein because I heard you already had it's half an hour. Um, I played some Diablo. Won't go back into that. Uh, but I guess the the new thing that I played is is Remnant Two, uh, which I'm playing for review. Which if you if you played the first one or if you you didn't like the first one, this is not this one's not really going to change your mind. Um, it's it's pretty much uh the same game. Um, but but is the heliocopter in it? With what now? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think, no, I don't think that, How no. How do you not no, know no, that no. for the first game where the old man is like, this is my heliocopter? Yeah, no, I don't, wow. I don't, uh, I forgot about that, actually. I don't think that's. That, that was like the greatest one. part of that game. It was, because I, I was, we were talking about this, and, and I played a little bit of it too, and like, you're right, a, a lot of the stuff I complain about is in the first game. And I think I, the reason I enjoyed the first game more is because we played together, but as yeah. soon as we got to that first boss with the 6,000 ads, I was like, you know what, I'm done with this. This is not fun. Mm. So this one turned to a Souls game. Yeah, and I was like, this. And the problem was is that you couldn't. Sorry. Unlike ads? a Souls game, um, uh, add-ons, minions, man. Um, minions, minions. minions. They yeah. fighting the boss. That's, yeah, okay, I've never the, heard the, them referred to as ads before. So that's the reason why. Yeah, ads is really just more of an MMO thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. The biggest. I, I thought that was common. The Good. problem was is that yes, that's when it turned into a Souls game. But if you remember, Drew. Every time we had to refight it, he changed his patterns. Yeah, so yeah, you, you couldn't you, you couldn't, couldn't learn, learn patterns in that game, which made it not fun. So, it's like I'm going to go in here and just get I, wiped. I will say because I, I I enjoyed the first game, um, and you're absolutely right; it is 100 percent better with friends. This one it feels the same way, but if that was your issue with the first one, that has been from what the bosses that I fought that has been changed here. Um, I think I fought three, maybe four of the bosses so far. Um, first of all, the, the thing about this one, I guess the big thing about it is how the first one had procedural like levels, you know, all the levels would change stuff. Like you said, that boss even changed his, um, his patterns or whatever. This one, they've taken it a step further so that like the enemy types, the aesthetic of regions, like the, the bosses themselves, um, is all randomly generated. So, Ken, wherever you started, I started someplace different. The first boss or whatever that you run into, my stuff is going to look completely different. Um, but you can still play, you know, you can still play together, but it has a, you know, a super big, you know, randomizer in there, I guess. Um, but the bosses all have like personality now. It isn't just like the soul. Well, I don't think all the souls are like that, but it isn't like the MMO bosses where they just throw, you know, a giant one at you and there's a whole bunch of ads. Um, I fought one that was uh, like a puzzle. Basically, it was like these cubes. If you imagine a gigantic cube that then split into a bunch of other gigantic cubes that could crush you, and they all like roll, like so they flip around on their axis around this like arena where you have to jump around and shoot the point, the glowing points that are on different sides of them. And so you have to avoid getting crushed by all of these. And then once you blow it up, it opens up a hole, so if it falls on you, you can. It's a safe spot. Um, but yeah, it's like a, a puzzle based thing. So not all the bosses are 
you know, MMO bosses, like I said. So yeah, that was your, you know, one of your pain points. This one might be, you know, be a little better. The other big thing that's different in this one is the classes. You start out with, you can, well, once you, once you get into the game proper, you can pick your class and they have like a handler class or yeah, the handler class, which is the one I have where you have a dog companion and you just damn near unstoppable. That dog can draw so much aggro and he's so tanky. Like, I mean, many bosses and even the bosses, he doesn't draw the aggro too much, but like the, like the, the mini bosses and stuff, like you can literally just stick him on the mini boss to keep it occupied while you clean up you know, other enemies that might spawn, like they don't continuously spawn, but if you trigger certain stuff, like stuff will come, but you can clean them up and then go back to fight the boss. Like the, the dog is a cheat character. Like I love it. Um, he'll probably get nerfed, but there's a bunch of other different classes in the game um, that are actually hidden. Like this game has a bunch of uh, hidden areas. Like people like Ryan are going to love it because there's a lot, a ton of stuff to explore, but different items that you find and you take back to, to to base um one of the npcs can craft the item and it'll unlock a class there's like a summoner class and an alchemist class that i found thus far oh, fuck, there's, I'm end there's up a whole this bunch game. God man it. buy it man i'm trying to find somebody to play co-op All man right, get that man. we'll put it on the stream hold up hold up legit i liked it a lot yeah i liked remnant yeah is it on the old consoles we're gonna find out i think it is oh i don't now give me a second Fucking That's always the big question. I was like, a lot of these games are like, nah, fuck it, we're just going next gen now. So, yeah, I don't know if this one. Nope. If this one, yeah. it ain't. Damn. Well, these games keep going this way. Eventually, Anthony's gonna have to buy one of them. I. It's listen. Yeah. Like, it's not my fucking fault. They're like, I, I can't even. I'm not gonna spoil the news, but fucking Christ Almighty. I mean, we should have been here already, but. That's what happens when the world gets fucked up for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, just, it was definitely like, COVID that slowed that down. Yeah, know? but like the pricing and every, everything's just a fucking mess. Oh, it so, is. 100%. Like, I, I don't, it's hard to justify a $700 purchase after tax and shit. Like, for video games, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I had to buy both of them at the same time. So yeah, I I I don't feel that I have to buy both of them, let alone one of them right now. Fair enough. Well, I you know what, and I have a question, but let me finish this up. But yeah, so the like you said, the you know remnant is legit. Yeah, this one is a lot like the other one, but it definitely expands on um, that lore. Like you're still you know fighting the the root stuff but it's you know you go to different planets um that um, that's a spoiler but that's what happened in the first one that red crystal like you teleport to different worlds um it it's a beautiful game graphically too like they've you know even you know kicked that up a notch like i'm i am uh, excited to continue seeing where it goes but i would love to play co-op obviously ken said it ain't his jam but i mean if one of y'all pick it up or even a listener i'm gonna try you know, a little bit more um, I got to the town, so like I made it to the the main oh, okay, town where okay, you talk yeah. to the dude. And I'm like, well, I'll try a little bit more. The stuff that was annoying me is just I don't understand game design. Like, why do you make me press a button to pick up the ammo? Of course, I want the fucking ammo. Give me the fucking ammo. Yeah, I hate that too. Because like, why? Because though, because it's a co-op game and the ammo is seen by both people. 
Well, but I'm playing right? solo. That one makes sense. This is in the tutorial, the and also why hmm. why turn on friendly fire? Like why? Well, that's mm. like the the NPCs well, that were in the tutorial were hitting me, and I'm like, yeah, what the f- yeah. what the fuck? Like this game is already hard. Why you gonna make it harder? <laughs> You're right, but I, I guess that's one of those things where they are trying to encourage the the co-op play too because that's one of the the um buffs for the companion character is that it lessens um friendly fire damage and like once it's maxed out it's like 80 percent reduction or something like that um uh, is that mean, if someone in your class has that that ha- dog there but you're right I but, get have, it, but haven't we had this conversation like if your game has to use a mechanic to make something the way it just fucking should have been that's a bad yeah. mechanic <laughs> like you're not wrong imagine if overwatch had wrong. friendly fire and one of the perks was like oh your healer negates that like that's just a waste of an ability like i don't know that's, that's those those decisions like like putting a fucking um an escort mission in a game like why why <laughs> Oh, the escort missions in Exo Primal, those were those are oh, awesome. Boy, you talk about you. a game that dropped off the face of the fucking conversation. That there you go. Yeah, I'm curious if people are still playing. I I hopped into a match and then uh, I I think there was like two people on my team that were bots the whole time. So I was like, oh, ooh, okay, well, dude, that's we're... bad. It's not even been two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's because once you get to a certain point in that game, you literally seen everything like i finished I it. Like, it. I, <laughs> I believe it I, like i i finished the story like i saw all of it and fought all the bosses it does some really cool stuff that probably 95 percent of their audience will never see <laughs> because of the monotony to get there and it's like you said that there's uh it's just bad design like it's just, it's just bad design so or as the, um, or yeah. the Twitter version would say, it's the Game Pass effect. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. That's what that is. That is the Game Pass effect. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, no, that's uh, that's just basically it um, that I've played. I mean, I'm – yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, I'll close this out with a couple interesting games. Um, so I, ch- I finally – it, what is it like? It's been out for like two weeks, and I told I kept forgetting to boot up my Switch because, like, I know if I boot up my Switch, I'm gonna play fucking Zelda, and I'm never gonna play anything else again. So, I went and played uh, the new Mario Kart DLC, which every time one of those packs drop, it's like awesome. Like, was it eight new tracks? And in this one, you also get two new characters. I think maybe it's three. I know you get Comic and you get uh, Wiggler, but you also get PD Piranha too. Yeah, so it's three. So Wiggler's definitely there. Wiggler, when when you get hit by something, he turns red and smoke comes off his head. Oh, that's that's great. I was like, dude, that is freaking. So I the first races I did, I I picked Wiggler and put him on a motorcycle, and it's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. It's awesome, um, but the tracks are great. Like, there's again like three or four tracks in there from. Um, what's the mobile game called? Tour? 
Tour. Yeah, Mario Kart Tour. So there's like three or four of those tracks in there. My favorite track, and I'm, I, I know I'm a bad Mario Kart fan, but I don't remember what game it's from. Is one where you're small racing through the house, and you go through like the toilet, and then through the drain. Oh man, that track is great. Oh, I like that track. I think I've played on that one before. Yeah, so that's like that was like my favorite of these new eight. Um, but no, it's really good. Uh, that game is still like by the time that DLC's done. That game's gonna have so many freaking tracks; it's just ungodly. Uh, yeah. And then um, the new patch also put in two more slots for characters. So, guess there'll be two more I characters. Thought... Oh, I thought this was the last. No, there's one um, more. There is one more. Okay, I thought this was the last one. All right, damn. Because yeah, there's still Jesus. two All locked. Right. There's still two locked circuits on the extra circuits page. So yeah, I played. You're saying you're saying, oh, man, I don't remember. What the toilet? Trying? Yeah, so like you go through like a house and you go down the sink and then you come up through the drain and then you jump over the toilet. Like it's it's a cool track. Um, but yeah, the other game that I want to talk about is called Viewfinder, and I know a lot of people. Uh-huh. Are talking, uh-huh. A lot of yeah. people have been talking about this game recently and i remember when we saw the trailer in one i think it was in the playstation showcase um it's one of those things like if you're a fan of you know portal or what was the perspective game that came out recently i was gonna say this is basically what super liminal wanted to be was it super liminal that was that super liminal is the one where you pick up an item and like it, the closer you, it you hold it to you the how big it's it actually is big. okay yeah. yeah that's the one yep. i was thinking of yeah so like it's if you're into those kind of games that's what this is but the so i've only done the first world so there's there are different worlds in this game and i've heard that the mechanic kind of iterates on itself over time and it gets more interesting but the concept is is like you're in this world and you pick up these pictures and you can hold the picture up in the air, and when you press the right trigger, it becomes part of the world. Now, what's impressive about it is, is if you lay it over an existing piece of the world, it literally cuts it out. So, like, it disappears. Um, and the picture that you lay down becomes a 3D object. And it's all 100% seamless. So, like, when you lay it down, it immediately happens. Now... There is a mechanic where if you mess it up or you do something you weren't supposed to do, you can literally just hold the circle button and it'll rewind time back to a, the point where you laid the picture down. Um, so it's it's basically just figuring out what you need to do to put the picture in the world to kind of move to the next portal. Um, there's some really interesting... So one of the things they introduce... So, oh, go ahead. Just a quick interruption because i've been googling it because i'm like man i've played like every mario kart and i don't remember squeaky clean uh, sprint is the course you're thinking of yes it is only a mario kart 8 deluxe oh it's a new track it's a new track holy shit it's it's amazing i can tell you yeah the the one you're thinking of that's similar that also has you small is ribbon road but that one is inside a room, and it is from the Game Boy Advance games, and you don't go into the bathroom. That is a brand new course for the DLC. Oh, nice. Man, they even make new tracks. Like, how do you make a Mario Kart 9 at this point? I was about to say, you're never going to get Mario Kart 9. Like, <laughs> It's going to be 8 forever. Like, they'll do another 
DLC circuit. Like, why would you need to? Like, this game is like perfect. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. It's crazy. And this is also why you're never going to get F Zero. God, fucking F Zero. Nintendo, you suck. Give me F Zero. Um, so one of the one of the early mechanics that you get, which is really cool, is like you you get these pictures. You run into a photocopier. And you can copy the picture to use it multiple times. And it's just, man, I put, I put a, like a 30 second sequence up on Twitter of like when you're going through these pictures and like how the world changes as you go, man, this game is cool. I've also heard it's not very long, uh, like four to five hours. So I'm looking forward to kind of playing some more of this game. I, I literally only finished the first world. I got to like the next world, which is like this hub with this big tree. So, I'm excited about that. That game is cool. It's only on PlayStation and PC, I think, right now. So. Alright. Let's talk about Antstream Arcade. Harris, did you boot it up? I know I sent you... Did I sent you the code, right? Yeah, um, I, I literally, I booted it up, but I didn't actually pick a game to, mm. to play, because I was in the middle of something. This is such a cool idea, but I don't understand why it's kind of bad. Like, it's it's like a loophole of, like, we can't license these games to sell you or, like, include locally. So we're going to stream them. So it's all streaming. And I don't understand how a game that is measured in megabytes has trouble streaming. Like there cannot be. So that I don't much. think it's. I don't think it's the game. I think it's the. So the Your game servers? is. Well, yes and no. Saying it's the servers is kind of like that's too vague. I think it's that you're essentially running the game right on an emulator, mm-hmm. but then you have to have something that interfaces with the emulator that allows someone who is a ways away, right? to interact with the emulator. That's a lot. Like that's a, that's a lot of extra steps in between of you pressing a button and then the game registering it because now it has to be from your console has to be sent to the program that interfaces with the like the, you know it has to be able to turn that into a signal into the streaming aspect of it and then that game has to receive the signal and then send back the information. It's it, like that's the reason why like streaming doesn't make sense to me. But at least with the modern stuff, it's like it's just computers talking to each other. That's not really what happens with old video games, right? You're having to emulate it, which the emulation probably isn't built to stream. So now you're having to basically build a program on top of that that interacts with it. I just can't imagine how good that works. That or they have their own emulator, and that just introduces a whole different slew of problems. So, so from my experience, I've played about like five or six games on here and I've played everything from old in television stuff, spectrum stuff up to like PlayStation one. And it seems to be one or the other. So like I, I played mortal Kombat, which is the arcade version if the first game. And like the input lag was, was incredible. Like it felt pitch perfect, but the video like you ever watch somebody like try to emulate 
like recording their gameplay on like a VCR. No, I was gonna say I I, I thought you were gonna say like a low like an old YouTube video of gameplay where like everything's blurry because YouTube just didn't have high definition. <laughs> yes, that too. But the the reason why it strikes me more is VCRs like it it go it comes and goes. So like for one second it'll be kind of clear, and then the next minute it'll be like super pixelated. And it's just like, it's so distracting when you're playing it that it's just, it is not ideal. And then there are other times where I'm getting crystal clear video, but my input lag is atrocious. So like I was doing these challenges where it's like, and and that's one of the cool things is, is they take bite-sized versions of these games and they introduce like daily challenges. So like, for example, one of them is uh, play Double Dragon, but don't ever drop the bat. So you have to like, how long can you go without dropping the bat? When you're playing Double Dragon. And and those are kind of neat. They're kind of cool. And that's what most of the achievements are tied into. Is like complete this challenge. And then you earn these coins. Which these coins allow you to unlock like profile shit. Which I'm like I don't even care. Because who's ever going to see this bullshit. Um, the interface is laggy as balls. I know I sent you guys a video of like just me loading up the title screen. And like as you scroll down. it, it Like it feels jerky and slow. And it's like. It feels like you're trying to stream off of a hard drive from like 25 years ago where everything just kind of slowly fades in and like when you press down it imagine the the Nintendo Switch eShop like when you scroll down through the games kind of like that but worse at times it's it's rough and it sucks because the the collection is good like you're right, Anthony. There's a lot of old European platformers. There's a lot of Neo Geo. I think they said they've. So this liked... has been this has been a so this is a UK company yes. as far as I know. Yes. And I remember seeing ads for them two years ago, but I think it was PC only. It was. It's it streams on okay. PC and it also streams on like like Samsung's gaming hub. You can stream it there, and. Um, like, I think they have the license to the entire Neo Geo library, so, like, all of those games are on there, which is cool. There are, there are a couple That's places... That's not very hard. No, it's <laughs> not. Like, those are everywhere, obviously. Um, but then there's some, like, really obscure stuff on there. Like, some really old, uh, like, ZX Spectrum games, um, which is kind of cool. Some, like, old Amiga games. Uh, they've got a, a, an early library of PlayStation, and they said they have more, but they kind of have to build the games before they put them on the service. So they're, they're going to be adding some more PlayStation games. Uh, as far as like the service goes, it is like you buy it and you get like a year, I think, or you can buy a lifetime license for like 80 bucks, which if it worked better would be a good deal. But right now it's hard to recommend because of the performance. Uh, and as far as stuff coming and going, uh, I was listening to an interview with them and they said that literally since they've started this like two years ago, that they've only lost a total of five games and all five of those games are coming back because they renegotiated the license. So it's it's not a lot of stuff that leaves the service and they do add new games weekly. So it's it's a great idea. It's a very sound concept. And if it worked better, I would have no trouble recommending it. But man... I know it's it's not it's easy to tell people there are better ways and easier ways to play these games that some people just aren't comfortable doing and I think that's where this this could have been great 
had it been just a little bit better. I think is the problem here. So, um, as far as the indie stuff goes, I played quite a few games. Skullgirls finally came to Xbox, which, man, that game still looks and plays amazing. Um, I played a little bit of Punch Club 2, Fast Forward. That's, I forgot that that was an RPG. It's, it's really kind of interesting. Uh, Insomnus is a first-person horror game. It, it, if you've seen one of those, you've seen a million of them, it's pretty much the same kind of thing. Uh, and then I played this uh, Vampire Survivors clone called Spirit Hunters Inf- Infinite Horde. And I did one run, and I was like, that's kind of bad. Isn't that the one that Jay said was pretty good that was on PC? Uh, maybe he did, but I... I, I different one? No, no, that that one's different. But the... Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because that one's like Soul Survivors or something like That's that. That's it. That's yeah, it. No, yeah, the one, but the one that the, I played, the one that you played, Ken, they had a demo up. Um, it's not good. For that thing, and it's, yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's not it's good not at good. all. <laughs> I was like playing it. I was like, all of these upgrades suck. Like, I didn't feel like they yeah. did anything. Yep. So, yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, and then I, I think I could talk about it now because the previews dropped, but uh, Double Dragon Gaiden. I've been playing that for like, God, I think like three weeks. And I forgot it was a roguelike, which kind of disappointed me. But holy shit, that game is good. Like, it feels really good. The characters are good. Like, the combat feels really, really smooth. I just don't like the fact that when you die, you just get some coins, upgrade, and start over. Like, come on, man. (laughs) I don't know why we have to do this. But the music is there. Oh, man. It, it makes me want to love it. And then it's like, nah, we're going to do this thing. And that's not cool. So. But no, that's it for me. So we're going to move on. All right. So let's talk about new releases. That's the next thing up on the docket. Kind of a light week. Uh, we'll start with Series X, PlayStation 5, as per usual. Uh, Rashid, Street Fighter 6 DLC, first pack. Dropping. Uh, speaking of DLC and people we all know, Dead by Daylight's Nicolas Cage DLC drops this week. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Run and Jump, uh, which everything you need to know about the game is in the title. Remnant 2, for those of you who didn't buy the big dumb stupid version. Uh, Return to Monkey Island. Double Dragon Gaiden Rise of the Dragons. F1 Manager 2023. Koa and the Five Pirates of Mara. I have no idea what that is. And then episode one of The Expanse, the Telltale series, is also dropping this week. Uh, PlayStation 5 is also getting 41 hours. Magic Exposure, Yuri, the visual novel. Sorry, 41 hours? 41 hours, that's what the game is called. Is that a sequel to 12? (laughs) 12 minutes? God, I hope uh, 12 minutes, no. yeah. <laughs> 41 hours? It's just... <laughs> and then Patrick's Parabox. Uh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I have no clue what that is. Patrick's 
Parabox. Okay, so let's let's talk about Forty One Hours. Forty One Hours is a first person shooter dramatic game that follows the narrative of Ethan, a workaholic scientist in search of his long lost wife. The story is intriguing and it takes several surprising turns as it develops over eleven chapters and twenty hours of gameplay. Mixed reviews on Steam. Mixed. It looks was like it, an was, was the guy you played as in Twelve Minutes named Ethan? Man. Does your character get named in in twelve minutes? Pretty sure. We've talked too much about twelve minutes. This is no, true. we haven't talked enough. No. Yeah, no. It's it, they're not named. Nobody's named in twelve minutes. Gotcha. I yeah, doesn't make any. Yeah, well, nobody's named because <laughs> gives a shit. <laughs> Fuck. PlayStation Four. Patrick's Parabox is fucking. Um, what's the uh, what's the blo- uh, what's the b- boxel? You know those games? Boxel? Um, Boxel? Yeah, uh, it's... Oh, God. I know um, what voxels are. I don't know what a boxel is. No, no, no. Bo- boxel. It's the game, the block-pushing uh, game, or the box-pushing game. Um, boxel. Come on. Um, I, dude, I... Sokoban. No, don't play him. Okay, so... So, Patrick's Parabox is that, but it plays with like dimensions it's it's all 2d but you can like get smaller and go into the boxes to get into smaller areas it's it starts the the trailer starts off like looking pretty basic and then gets fucking crazy i there's some shit in this i i don't even know how to fucking describe (laughs) this is like that 5d chess game that i watched a video on the other day all right uh playstation 4 xbox one Mostly the same stuff, but we're also getting the Gravity Trickster. And the Gravity Trickster. The Gravity Trick. Did anybody play Gravity Circuit, by the way? I meant to check it out this week, and I didn't get a chance. Don't know what that is. No, but I That's the Mega Man game. It up. It's the Mega Man oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Well, do like Shredder? Yeah, no. Okay, so Damn. the Gravity Trickster looks like a VR like a thing? Flash villain? <laughs> yeah, think about it. Uh, I mean, the Flash has some of the worst. The Gravity Trickster. He has some of the worst, like Mirror Master, fucking Captain Cold. Yeah, like dude, like his names are awful. So you, it's a platformer Captain that you Cold. have a robot, and it looks like you change gravity. I don't know. It looks very odd. Uh, and then Pixel Junk Scrappers Deluxe. I didn't even know that was a game. Uh, Ghost Song and Tunic. Is Tunic not out on PlayStation already? I thought it was. I don't know. I thought it was too. Guess uh, not. I, I have already forgotten the name of this Mega Man clone. What's it called again? Gravity, Gravity Circuit. Gravity Circuit. It's okay. a bad name because it's easily forgettable. Because, what was it? Gravity Crash that was the name that they had written down? And it's like, yeah, no, that's not it. Like, yeah. everything's got gravity in the title. It's fucking crazy. Uh oh shit! I didn't realize that Rise of the Triads out next week. Ah, uh, yay! I just saw that on is the that list. On game, is that going on Game Pass? No, I don't think so. Go have to pay for that one. Yeah. Which I hundred percent will fucking buy that. <laughs> um, I I love Rise of the Triad. Uh, the only thing on Xbox that's not on everything else is a game called Demonic Supremacy. So there you go. That that story writes itself. Uh, Nintendo Switch. Fuck, here we go. 
I'm looking up demonic supremacy. Your search history and, uh, is ruined now. Way to go. Man, if you don't think I'm searching demonic supremacy <laughs> on the reg, that's on you. Alright? Um, um, it looks like I just usually pain. assume that all white people are searching demonic supremacy, so it's. it's I mean, I'm offended by that. Not, comment. not, not <laughs> um, He's a liar. Ken's a liar. He's doing that all the time. Uh, it's a, it's a boomer shooter, sort of. Okay. Oh, the, like name, hot... the name makes sense. Hey, yeah, you know, um, okay. It, it reminds me a bit of. Dude, yeah, I was playing. Reminds me a bit of painkiller. I was playing some like classic boomer shooters that y'all motherfuckers probably never heard of this week. What was the... I played Gloom with the, the fucking um, Ooh, Amiga CD32. Yeah, Man, I've I played some Gloom. CD32 games this week. That is a bad system. What system? Yeah. <laughs> the Amiga CD32. Oh. That's a bad system. Oh, but, you know, through emulation, you can run Gloom in, in glorious 480... Pixels and sixty frames a second, and it doesn't get any better. <sighs> All right, Nintendo Switch, boy, we're kicking off with a with a banger here. We've got Hospital Doctor, fix me up for kids, boys and girls. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, don't search for that. Yeah, no. that's probably oh, that not a good idea. That just sounds like you go straight to a list. Uh, Heist Force, uh, Skell Jump. This heist w- force. Heist force. Heist. Uh, I'll, I'll search up heist force. This heist way, force. madness lies. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, a... Super intern story. <laughs> I lived through that uh, in the in the nineties. Oh Jesus! All I over was the news. The same thing, right? That was <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. The game is that what that is? Uh, All right. Three. <laughs> what, what's what? The, the the fucking Monica Lewinsky joke. Oh Jesus! Oh, what? <laughs> oh. Uh, three minutes mystery. That's a lot. That's of also jo- a sequel to Twelve Minutes. I was gonna say it's a, a prequel. Of- <laughs> it's a prequel. <laughs> All capitals. Alien War Two dogfight. Ooh! Oh, that sounds like it's a piece of shit. Oh, you know it's a piece. Of- that it's sounds like it's a wannabe Wing Commander. Yeah. Man, there's, oh, there's the two best games shooting on game. Hold on, <laughs> it's the best line. The best shooting game with various perspectives. Fucking oh. right. What about viewpoint? Nice. Viewpoint has various perspectives. Um, yeah, it's not the only game in all caps. We've also got Hypermeteor. That's also all caps. Oh lord, it'd be a regular meteor if it wasn't. It's true. Yeah, uh, right, wouldn't be as important. Ducky's Delivery Service. Oh my god. This is Switch games, right? Yeah, this, this is Switch. Is, is this is the Switch. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Uh, Isn't Hyper, Ducky the dude Hyper... from Pretty in Pink? <laughs> yeah. Hyper Meteor actually well, looks like a pretty decent um, asteroid sort of game. I mean, this checks out. Uh, we've got Eden. Ducky's Delivery Service is kind of charming. You are a duck who has a propeller hat, and that's how he delivers packages. Okay, I'd fucking play that. Uh, Eden's Last Sunrise? Boy, that's dark. Um, Luna and Monsters Tower Defense, the Deprived Magical Kingdom. Operate Now Hospital. 
Pixel Game Maker Series Angel's Gear, Psychic 5 Eternal, Radiant Tail, Sword and Fairy in 2, Electric Boogaloo. Wait, uh, there's a new one? No, that's Sword and Fairy. That's a different game. That's not. I don't. Oh, think. it's like a spinoff of the. Okay, all right. Okay, sure. Okay. Let's let's lie and say it's a spinoff and totally just not words thrown together. Uh, Venice 2089. Watch. There's a game called Watch. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce uh, this. Is it a game called Watch or is it just? It's a just Watch. watch that just you the word get Watch. Off. One word. Also, Ian's Last Sunrise is a tactics RPG. Fucking out. For what crowd do you think it's for? Weebs, man. Furries. Oh, okay. Furries. Sorry. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, but I'm assuming... I've seen this word a lot. I'm pretty sure it's a series. Yggdra Union? We'll never find it. It's like Y-G-G-D-E-R-A? Yeah, well, that, yeah that, that's... Yg or Yg. Yg. What? Why was you just about to start doing some Iggy Azalea? I was like, oh shoot, that's he he about to hit it. Okay. Wait, what would you what did you say? Um That's an old you know what? That's an old game. That's a Game Boy Advance game. So I guess they're remastering it. I guess. It's it's, it's um it, it's sort of uh what's it called? Um Fire Emblem sort of, you know, tactics RPG. Oh, so not my jam. Uh Zombie Hunter D Day Zoo Park Story, Ghost Song, holy shit, this is a long title, Raccoon Adventure, Animal City Simulator, 3D Farm, Super Deluxe. Jeez. Uh, the, Master's, wow. the Master's Pupil, Working Hard Collection, and crazy enough, this is the biggest release of the week, is Disney's Illusion Island. Yay! Oh yeah, I forgot that was coming out. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So somehow this game will be good, even though Battletoads was bad, and I don't and, know why. And by the way, I gotta say that the Working Hard collection, one hundred percent, sounds like it would be something that Drew would play. Like it sounds like it's like a collection of lawn mowing simulators <laughs> and uh, black topping simulators. <laughs> black topping simulators, dude. No shoveling simulator. What if they made Filling potholes. a simulator yeah. game of the scene in Shawshank where they're uh, black tarring the roof? Yeah. That's a game now. Make that game. All right. You let's... just, you just, that's a scene I don't, I, like, I've watched Shawshank like twice. Dude, that's a great of, fucking scene. It is, he... it's a great, it's a great, I, for some reason, I don't remember that sequence. That's and where he convinced said, I remembered it. Hold on. Beer. Yeah. And they rip it off in a way out. Of course they do, because they ripped everything off in a way everything out. Everything off in a way out. I just, uh, another one. That's all. It's one of those, like, ugh. Alright, let's do some news. Man, it's, it's a lot of little hits, but then we got some big stories in here. Let's let's do the little stuff first. So, uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2 Limited Edition PS5 announced. Uh, pre-order start July 28th. You will also just be able to buy the side panels, because PlayStation. Those side panels are expensive too i bought a set of them like 70 bucks or something like that uh new game pass games tectonica toim the cave maquette figment 2 creed valley the wandering village Sirius sam siberian mayhem celeste and venba speaking of xbox game pass xbox live gold is dead Games with gold is dead. 
That tier is now called Xbox Game Pass Core. Uh, it'll launch on September 14th. Same price as gold, $9.99 a month or $60 a year. People will still own all of games with gold that they've collected up to this point. Uh, sorry, not own. You will own the 360 versions. The Xbox One games will just be in your library as long as you are a subscriber. Yeah. Um, it includes gold multiplayer. They're just going to call it multiplayer now. Uh, and instead of games with gold, you will get a selection of Game Pass games somewhere between 20 and 30 with new games added two to three times over the year. <sighs> not, <clears throat> this is not what I expected when they killed Xbox Live Gold. What exactly were you expecting? I was expecting multiplayer to be free because the conversation that sparked up when this... Because you know they always got to put out a chart. There's got to be a chart. So they showed the four tiers of Xbox Game Pass, which, by the way, is too many tiers. That is that is too much. That's what PlayStation's problem is, and that's what Xbox's problem is, too. Game Pass Core gets you multiplayer. Game Pass Console does not. That has always been the case, but people forgot <laughs> that Game Pass did not include multiplayer. Which is crazy. There really, there really shouldn't be a version of this that doesn't include multiplayer. No, there shouldn't, because multiplayer should just be fucking, just make it. It's Just make it free at this point. You've That's got... what really needs to happen. Multiplayer just needs to be free. Like yes. in Man. You're going to get these people that are going to subscribe to these services to get these free games. Your multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that there are many, if any, people at this point who are just subscribing to one of these services so they can play multiplayer. I mean, the only right. people I can think of are the Call of Duty people. Well, but now they're going to be able to get all their Call of Duty games in Game Pass, so they're going to be subscribed to Game Pass anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. So, like, why have a tier of this that doesn't have multiplayer? Like, that's the dumbest part. Like, yes, multiplayer should be free, but why? there are four tiers and one of them doesn't have multiplayer. Just one of them. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, it's just, and it's always been that way. It just, it was just never in the public eye because Microsoft only ever talked about Game Pass Ultimate. Like they never talked about the core Game Pass for just console. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's weird that we will no longer call it Xbox Live Gold. Although I will probably always call it Xbox Live Gold. Yeah. So the, my question is now, this starts in September, so we're still going to get one more Games with Gold. How do you end this this, this service? I would, if it was, God, I wish there was worse games on fucking Xbox to give away, because if it was like PC, PC I would be like Bad Rats. But uh, it's got to be something terrible. Like, really go out with a whimper. Yeah, I'm hoping it's the worst of all of them. Just so we can just talk about how bad the service that sucked for the last, what, two years? Ended on the worst note ever. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's just... Games with Gold is just... Ugh. It's terrible. Anyway. Uh, Xbox Game Showcase racked up 92 million views and was the most watched Xbox Showcase ever. Microsoft also confirmed that this year's Xbox Game Com Gamescom booth will be the biggest they've ever done. 
And last piece of Xbox news, a job listing suggests to that Arcane Austin could be working on a single-player RPG immersive sim after Redfall. Uh, quoting, the role needs to be familiarity with single-player action RPGs and immersive sims. How about that Redfall 60 FPS patch? Remember that? See, no. it was quiet because nobody nobody remembered Redfall. <laughs> but I did remember about Redfall because I reviewed it, and I don't think that patch is ever coming. I don't think it is. We ain't heard nothing. A quick question. Did Gold, they only give away uh, Xbox One games right now, right? Yes, they ran out of okay. 360 yeah. games to give away. Perfect. So I'm just going to keep look at uh, the worst Xbox One games, and I'll figure out something. Alright, uh, well actually Anthony, I need you for this next news story because it's your favorite type of news story. It's Nintendo oh, Rumors. I'm... Are you ready? Are you ready? Jeff Grubb has heard Metroid Prime 2 is coming quote, soonish. He left. <laughs> <laughs> he left you forced the him off the podcast. <laughs> That's good. That's oh, a great man. joke that is visible only to the folks that are actually on the podcast. Oh my god, this is so oh, good. Oh man, so that good. was good. So yeah, he said that's coming soonish, and also something Zelda related, not having to do with Tears of the Kingdom, is happening later this year. But he doesn't know what it is. It's a Wind Waker remake. Oh God, please, please let it be a that. Wind Waker. Welcome back. I want to remake. tell you about Jeff Grubb. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good joke. Oh. oh, man. Yeah. Here we go again. I guess his hair has gotten long enough that he wants to shave yeah. your head. <laughs> I believe that was my first word. So yep. I mentioned that. Yeah. Like, bold to want to shave your head twice. Yep. Oh, man. All he has to do is make the, the commitment that it'll be out before the end of 2023, and we got him. Got him. Got him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it did happen. It just happened later than he would have liked it to. <laughs> oh, Resident Evil 4 Remake has surpassed 5 million copies. Thanks, Drew. You, you, you took it over the finish line. There you go. That's what it did. Um, this was weird wording. Blizzard said that over 10 million players have, quote, experienced Diablo 4 in June. Yeah, experienced. Because <laughs> we don't let you play it. Oh my goodness! Uh, Cloud Imperium, the Star Citizen people, have acquired oh, Montreal-based developer Turbulent. There are now over eleven hundred people working on Star Citizen. Doing it what? Makes no sense that this game is not right. Like I again, I I play it every now and again, and it looks good, looks great. Ain't shit to do. Like what? Well, I mean, like, I it's a money laundering game at this point. It is. It is. It well, definitely is. I suggest anyone that wonders about what the fuck they're doing, uh, look up. Um, you know how his previous games have gone where basically he was promising the world and Microsoft oh, would yeah. be like, motherfucker fucking rein it in and finish the game you fucking promised us. Yep. No, I know he's known for that because I mean, I, I am a Wing Commander fan. I love Wing Commander. I loved 
uh, I know, and this is the one that you're talking about that he got forced off. Freelancer. Freelancer um, is the one I've seen. That he was yeah. on, that he got forced off of for Microsoft was like, damn, you're doing too much. Like, yeah, he promised but the world, a, but like, just give us something. It's right? not that like, you're it's doing still too alpha. much. You're, you're planning too much and delivering nothing. That's the problem. Like, actually, yeah, I get that. Yeah. You that's know, a better it, way. it's, it'd be one thing if it was doing sort of anything. But it's not. It's trying to do everything and failing simultaneously at all things, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could just remember, everybody, in your everyday life, you can't be as big of a failure as Wing Commander because it wants to do everything and does none of it. Not Wing well, Commander. Well, Star Citizen. No, Star, Star, Star Citizen. Citizen. Whatever. It's yeah. all the same Wing shit. Commander Wing, Wing Commander is solid. Wing Commander is done. Solid. You're right. Wing Commander is owned by EA. So. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's solid. But yeah. Um, uh, Star Citizen's a bullshit fucking thing. And I looked up that studio, and it doesn't look like they have anything under their belt, so I guess... No, this is it! Like, this is this is all they're working on. No, like, no, all no I mean, the studio they, the studio they bought. Oh, they bought. They bought. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got you. I, I got mean, you could, you could just have a studio with four people and and, and ignite fanboys to get your, your game. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. A game about, Impossible to do this on the Xbox. Impossible. about a firefighter that looks like it was made for the PS fucking four. Um, hey, did you we're know saying what one of the Xbox Series X? Also, our fucking fireman character has the most dead eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know just what? The most dead eyes. I hadn't heard dick all about this game until y'all mentioned it in the thing, and now it's popping up on my Twitter feed all the time. Like I saw they posted a, a trailer. I guess some footage. It wasn't even a trailer. It was, I guess, some yeah, footage, footage or something. Yeah. And that footage looked basic as shit. Why are yeah, you I in mean, it Twitter? Looks like a, <laughs> not, the, not visually, but it looks like a PS3 generation game. I, like, I'm going to yeah. go a nicer, but say PS4, but that's still no, not No, no, no. I don't gen. mean visually. I oh, mean, it looks like the style yeah. of game that would have been on the PlayStation 3 or 360, like that generation yeah. of game. yeah. Yeah, visually uh, it's yeah, it looks good. Yeah, well, I I wonder if they'll deliver because where's abandoned? That's the, they picked the right name for that game. Is it what it was uh, called? That one that was yeah, fake. Abandoned. Yeah. Abandoned. Uh, there's this. What's the one with the action figures that oh, keeps asking if you want? Oh, the small soldiers Xbox? game. Yeah, oh. small soldiers. Don't I mean, it's clear that the best way to get a whole bunch of press for your game at this point is to oh. stoke the fanboys. <laughs> um. Like that's become that's become clear. Yep, that's it. Like I do. If you want if you want a whole bunch of free press, if you're a small indie team and you want a whole bunch of free press for your game, that's probably not going to be that great. Just turn it into a um, uh, what do you call it? Tribal warfare. Yeah, uh, between the console fanboys and man. I mean, to be honest, that's. I mean. That's the way anything yeah, works go, anymore. Yeah, like you just appeal to whatever tribe you want to appeal to, and no matter how bad whatever you're selling sucks, people will buy it. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. pure jingoism. Fucking have both yeah. sides fucking fight. I'm convinced that Anthony is one of the four developers because there's an enemy in the game, and it's called the Grub. Uh, no because i don't actually have an issue with jeff grubb it's just the whole process of everybody that says something that nintendo's doing i'm just like i know i know how many fucking times do we have to be wrong before you shut the fuck up and just let things happen 
Uh, Sony and Microsoft have signed a 10-year deal for Call of Duty, and only for Call of Duty? Only Call of Duty, yeah. You fucked around. Mm. You found out. Yep. Get gymmed, motherfuckers. What? what? Because if you go back to that (laughs) email, Phil was like, we'll give you all the Activision games, and now you don't get them. That's, man. (sighs) That's their fault. Oh, well. We'll get them next time. Uh, Microsoft and Activision Blizzard King have agreed to extend the goddamn deadline to October 18th. Jesus fucking Christ. We're never going to get through this. No. But there's, I think there's... if I understand that, that just means that that's what it can go to. Yeah, can, but it could go to. As long to, as everything clears, it You remember this conversation then. last year where they're like, oh, the July 18th date is just what it could go to. No, 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 I do, and you're absolutely right, but before, but but then it was all, we knew the FTC stuff was going to happen. They knew, they planned for all of this stuff that we just finished, but they didn't plan for the CMA to be doubly dicks, I guess, I don't know. So, but I, I don't think it's going to take to October. I think maybe we see this done by August. This I really need song that end of August. I really need, oh, I love Lamb friend. Chop. I really fucking need the Twitter lawyers to go away. Because <laughs> like, everybody on Twitter is a lawyer now, and I need it to go away. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even, listen, you, I don't even want to right, have this conversation man. on this well, fucking podcast. Because just, it just means that every podcast we've done talking about this same subject just sounds the fucking same. And it's the same podcast every goddamn week. Like, it's my ever, never-ending nightmare. I'm living in... Living in Groundhog Day. Oh, God. We have, we, you know, put him in purgatory. All right. We're going to move on to some release dates. Uh, Invincible Guardian, Guarding the Globe is coming to iOS and Android. You uh, had me, and then you lost me. Amazing. Yep. That's how that right? works. Uh, Tiny Thor is coming to Nintendo Switch on August 3rd. Tiny Thor. They're making a Skull Island, the Rise of Kong game coming to everything this Boy, fall. It was a little late for that. Yeah. Well, no, they're making another I, one, right? Uh, well, the MonsterVerse exists, so that's part of the MonsterVerse. So but wasn't, not really... wasn't Kong or Skull Island the was, actual name? Yeah, that of was the, the name movie? of the first yes, movie. Yes. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Who's making it? Do you know? Mm. Yeah. If yeah, I remember correctly, mill people. yeah, game oh, mill. So that's why. Yeah, they made the Jumanji. Game. Fuck that. Anyways, yeah, um, it's them. Am I going to have the opportunity order. to strap grenades to myself and then get launched into a mountain by a monster in this Kong so. Skull <laughs> Island game? You'll be you'll be lucky if it's not a third person shooter that kind of looks like Fortnite but has zero interest uh, going into it. Like just what was it? Um, GI Joe. G.I. Joe played like that. Jumanji played like that. Man, that G.I. Joe game, I want it to be good. I didn't actually buy it because I you know, read people's reviews and stuff, but I really hoped that it was going to be cool, and it, the, I guess it wasn't. No, the best, the really best things that Game Mill has made are is Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, which isn't like fantastic, but it's okay. And um, uh, Kart Racers, Nickelodeon Kart Racers. Somehow they've pumped out three of those, which is... Fucking bananas. Yeah. Uh, Paris... and, and, and and they got better each time. Yes. They were good. They were always a good, decent game. But yeah, like some, yeah. Parasol uh, Stars, the story of Bubble Bobble 3 is coming to everything later this year. Uh, Whisker Squadron Survivor launches August 21st in early access. That sounds Steam. like a fucking Drew-ass 
fucking game. Paw Patrol Whiskers. So apparently that game you put in the Discord earlier has uh, somebody competing with it. There's a game coming to Steam, or actually came to Steam earlier this week, called, all capitals, yeah, you want those games, right? So here you go. Now let's see you clear them. Hold on. Oh, yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the mobile, the one where it's all the mobile ads. Oh, it's a it's oh, a game that's, that's made up of all of, the mobile ads that you can't actually play, like right. the, the misleading mobile ads. Yeah, I think it's a neat idea. That's actually really smart. I, I kind of love it. Oh, and it's published by D3, too. <laughs> all it's right. kind of great. Uh, I, I need to find this game, see if it's on mobile. So we know Microsoft laid off some more people last week. Now Activision's laying off people. Boy, for $70 billion, you think you could afford a couple more jobs? You think? Yeah, I mean... Speaking of Activision Blizzard, I think Blizzard might be kind of desperate because they just announced uh, that Overwatch 2 is coming to Steam. Oh, yep. And yeah, they, still... they got to they gotta get their numbers up. You still need a Battle.net account, by the way. That's nice. Wow. <laughs> also, okay. I feel like so this announcement came on the 18th. I feel like this was planned for the close of the acquisition because you know Microsoft is like let's put everything everywhere. So I think this was planned. But at the same time, it's still very funny to see that report come out that Overwatch's numbers are declining and then they're putting it on Steam. Yeah. <sighs> it shouldn't have fucking been I, I hate I hate I hate other launchers because the equivalent would be opening up Xbox and having to start up a different app to fucking play an Xbox game. Like Ubisoft, Ubiplay? Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the remember when you used to have to log into that shit when you booted up a Ubisoft oh, game? Oh, fun fact, did you see that they'll delete your account after, like, six years? Of yeah. yeah. There's some news shit. about that. Yeah. Good old and you lose all your games. games. Oh, it's fine. Just log in every... Speaking of uh, live service games, Gundam, em- Gundam Evolution is dead. Yep. That was the Overwatch game? Yep. It launched yeah. on September 21st, 2022, and will die on November 29th, no, 2023. Yep. Yeah. Somebody play Taps. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been... It's been dying for a while. <laughs> yeah, that one. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, it's been dying for a while. Um, I mean, it was dead when it launched. Come on. It was. Yeah, I mean, it was alive. It, honestly. Well, on PC, when it launched on PC, it was. By the time it got to the console, it was already, like, halved who was even still playing it on PC. And then now, yeah, it's just, yeah. I, I didn't think it was going to make it. But that's, you know. That's what happens. Good Shepherd, who is owned by Devolver, and Rebellion, the Sniper Elite people, have entered a partnership for Good Shepherd to develop and publish games from Rebellion's 2000 AD comic universe, including Judge Dredd and Rogue Trooper. I love it. Yeah. Rogue uh, Trooper is freaking weird. Rogue Trooper, you ever it's play a, the game? It's uh, Yeah, I reviewed it. It's a weird-ass game. Well, it's, it's a weird-ass weird. fucking story, so... Yeah, not uh, fully surprised. In... Um, go go ahead. Uh, it's just because uh, 2080 is a comic. Um, did you fucking guys see what happened to the Transformers comic license? No. Terrence is so. Yeah, the um. <laughs> wow. The guy from Walking, the guy who d- did uh, Walking Dead and Invincible, 
is oh, Robert in charge of it. Robert Kirkman. Kirkman has it, and he's building a universe that's G.I. Joe and uh, Transformers and a bunch of new shit. Like, Transformers, he started it off as, like, a different series that doesn't mention that it's Transformers at all. And it's now a Transformers comic. Um, God, I, one of the characters showed up. It's one of the weirdest things I've seen licensing-wise, where it's, like, you're not announcing that this is a Transformers comic up front. Huh. Uh, it was just one of those weird things where I'm like, man, this guy has so much fucking money, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Transformers and G.I. Joe, huh? I'm just gonna be quiet. Um, yeah, hold on. Um, <laughs> I'm glad Terrence knows what I'm talking about. What's, but what's yeah. hold on, let me figure out what the... Yeah, it's called the Energon Universe. And yeah. it's... Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. God, hold on, I really can't fucking find the name of this comic. It's already out. Um, Void Rivals is the comic that's out currently. And yeah, just, just like, drops in, like, a character uh, from... Uh, Transformers suddenly. It's like doesn't even announce that it's that on the cover. It, it fucking blew my mind. Anyway, sorry. Total just comic nerd shit. Alright, M2 acquired the rights to Lightweight's PC Engine IP catalog. They didn't specify which IPs. I don't know who that is. Uh, Square Enix has said Final Fantasy 16 sales are extremely strong. The game which sold 3 million in the first few days sold well relative to the PS5 install base. I tried to go back to that game, and man, that performance is bad. I'm sorry. Oh, it hasn't been patched yet? I mean, they they... removed the motion blur, but they ain't fixed the frame rate. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, Roblox had a data breach, which leaked personal data like IP, dates of birth, names, etc. from nearly 40,000 developers. Uh, That's what happens when when children are the main programmers of your game. Yeah. Uh, Eli <laughs> Eli Roth's Borderlands movie has a premiere date of August 9th, twenty twenty four. Eli Roth was doing I, that. Yep, he is. I forgot that movie was even coming. Like I knew he was doing it, but I forgot all about that movie. I don't want to see it. Am I crazy? Ain't Kevin Hart in that movie? Like he he's is. playing Roland, dude. Is so that? is um, like, Jamie what? Lee Curtis is in that movie. Yeah, I love her though. I, I watched. Yeah, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, well, what's her name's in it too? The um, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, Kate Blanchett. Um, yeah, she plays the um, the, psychic, the siren. siren right? Yeah, the sirens. Lilith. Yeah, I can't think of her name. Lilith. Lilith. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so here's yeah. here. Okay, all right. I have some. Uh, they have their tiny tiny Tina Tannis. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to play Tannis, which is the only oh, one the where doctor. I'm like, okay, that's that's spot on. Jack Black I, is yeah. playing love that. Claptrap, right? Yeah, but like, I don't, I don't hear like Jack Black isn't Claptrap. Claptrap has a very specific voice, even though it's been played by two people. Um, that's just kind of weird. But I don't know. This whole thing is just like I think this is a terrible idea. You're gonna be a comedy. I mean, I'm assuming the game's. I think are. so. I think it's supposed to be like a action comedy, from what. They were because there was an interview. Damn, feels like it was years ago. I guess it was like last it's because year. Because it was where years ago. um, <laughs> uh, what's the dude that runs Gearbox? He was, he was talking about the dude movie. that was literally yeah. years ago. Was it okay? Damn. That movie. <laughs> okay. That movie has been like 
reshot and reshot and reshot to the point where there is no way it comes out and is anything but a complete train wreck. Uh, gotcha. Which, sorry, okay, which, I didn't realize movie? that. Sorry, Borderlands. Borderlands. Oh, is it really? I didn't realize it was being reshot. It's it's oh, like boy. went through three directors, I think, at this Oof. point. Really? Oof. Yeah, I didn't realize that. It's bad. There's a couple. There's a couple of castings though that I I kind of love. Um, the guy that's playing Scooter, I don't know the actor, so maybe he does a bad job. But he looks like he does. He looks like someone you could dress up. Fucking uh, who is it? Uh, Stephen Boyer. He's known for TV shows, um, mostly uh, Chicago Fire. Um, anyways, uh, Benjamin Byron Davis is playing Marcus, the guns dealer. Not only does he look the part, you might know him as Dutch from fucking Red Dead Redemption. Oh, nice. That's, but yeah, for the most part, I'm just like, what are you doing? Uh, okay, High on okay. Life has made its way to PlayStation. Just so, randomly. Dude, they dropped the release of that at like 8 p.m. on a Saturday night. Oh, wow. It's a, it's okay. a fucking, I think... A I shadow, think shadow drop. Yeah. Don't, don't mention the creator of this game, Shadow Drop. Apparently the, the creator of... <laughs> so this Speaking was, of... Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, this was very purposeful, because if you watch the launch trailer, his voice is nowhere in the trailer. Really? Nice. So, they they played the trailer for because um, you know it's Comic Con this weekend. They played the trailer for um, the other show that he was doing on Hulu, the the space alien ones. I can't think of the name of it uh, now. Yeah. Um, Solar opposite. But he was the voice of one. Polar opposite. Yeah, is that it? That Sol- might be it. Solar opposite. He was. Is he the was the vo- Solar opposites. Yeah, he was playing the voice of the characters, and they comment in the first scene about his voice. She's like, "Oh, so is his voice always going to be like that now? Oh, no one will notice." Like they, yeah, they're taking him out of everything. So I'm wondering uh, what's going to happen with Rick and Morty. They got an they anime. Said they're recasting. Returning into an oh, anime. are they? Oh, I must have missed that. Okay, yeah, yeah I saw that. I saw that trailer. Yeah, that's the spinoff. Yeah, and they're also going to recast his voice for the main show. I okay. I must have I've seen one. some people that do like spot on versions of it. So it's. I mean, sure find Rick and Morty perfect. impersonations are like Arnold and Sean Connery impersonations. Uh, Everybody's got one. I used oh, to yeah. do one. I used to do one. I haven't been able to do it. Yeah, I, that. Not to give him credit because he sounds like a scummy person. Um, I'm not talking about the abuse thing that was thrown out of court or whatever, found out guilty. But anyways, um, he did mention that like I guess doing the voice hurts your throat because of uh, the burping that he would do in between Rick's voice. And I can tell you right now, I did a bit of that for a while, and then my fucking voice went, and I have not been able to do it since. So, oh, yep. Man. Uh, oh, that's why he doesn't do that that much anymore. Okay. Yeah. According to Dust Golem, uh, Resident Evil 9 will launch in 2025, and Capcom will also announce another big title, speculation that it's a new Monster Hunter later this year with a 2024... <laughs> speculation! Yeah, I don't have to speculate. It's a new Monster Hunter. Those games print money. Speculation. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat! Had some Comic Con announcements. They announced. Uh, can you? Sorry, it did. I think you. I think you mean Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you gotta say. Sorry. You gotta say it like that, and then you gotta go one. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That is a really bad title. It is a bad title. I told y'all. No. Um, bad title. Three new characters were announced for the main roster, including Lee May, Tanya, and Baraka. 
uh, as well as all six. It was six, right? The deal, the first DLC pack, six yeah, characters. They showed, they showed all of them. All so, six. You, so Mortal Kombat characters, you get Ermac and Takeda and, and Quan Chi. Quan Chi, and then the guest characters are Homelander, Omni Man, and uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah. So. And they did say that those three actors would be doing their voices. Yep. J.K. Simmons doing Omni Man. John Cena doing Peacemaker. I don't. What's his name that does Homeland? Anthony? Is it Anthony something? Um, I don't know his name. He Donna. fucking kills that role. Couldn't though. tell you. I've never seen Anthony him. Star. It's, uh, it's Anthony. Anthony Star. Anthony, Anthony Star. Star. Okay. Yeah. It's always close. creepy, by the way, when you look up pictures of him. Because he's not blonde. Because he's not blonde. Yeah. Yeah. He's Australian too, or I think, or New Zealand, one of those. Yeah, he has an accent. Well, that's what's funny is like I've been watching that uh, that DC documentary, and they have all the actors who play the characters in the movies, and like ninety percent of them are British. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, it's like just hearing these people talk about their characters, like that's not your voice in the show. Two what? out of three Spider Men. So the Mortal Kombat thing. Did you? So, did y'all see the trailer? Did, did, did I saw both trailer? trailers, yeah. Okay, because, like, I was super, I'm super intrigued about the story in this, because, like, Baraka's, they're not a race, it's a virus that mm-hmm. causes all that stuff, yeah. that, like, them to look like that. And then, Melina apparently, I guess, yeah. yeah, yeah, the Melina stuff, like, I was like, oh, snap, they doing all kinds of stuff, okay! Like, yeah, they, I'm super interested. And then they fucking bring back Darius. And I'm like, what? Now, well, at least he's only a cameo. Yeah, but... Uh, they brought back uh, the other one, too. The one that has the black eye makeup. Oh, the, oh I saw... Somebody leaked it. It was a right uh, trailer that they showed only... Yes, right, right yes, yeah. he's back, too. You mean Shao yeah. Kahn? <laughs> Yeah, he's oh, in, he's yeah. Well, I don't think he's Shao Kahn, but Raiko and then like Montaro is in a. They show a cutscene. You know, hearing Terrence um, talk about this is like not getting the joke is cracking me up. So if you've played Mortal Kombat Four, Raiko's ending is that he turns into Shao Kahn. That's where that comes from. Yeah, no, I know, no, I know, I did get the joke. No, I know, I said I don't think he is because well, again, at that trailer they talk about a general Shao and like how he got twisted by Shang Tsung and all this other stuff. And I kind of feel like that's supposed to be like, he's like trying to take over everything. I think that's supposed to be the Shao Kahn. So I get anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I'm super interested in the story, even though I'm probably not going to buy the game. I'm going to watch somebody's like playthrough or something. Cause I don't, yeah, I talked about it before, but I'm, the story seems super interesting. All right. Um, Last two big news stories I've got. Uh, we're going to start with Project Q. Some images of that thing leaked onto the internet. What is Project Q? What is that? That's the Sony handheld. Oh, that thing. Oh! Yeah. That thing is huge. Yeah, it's big. It's big. Huge. I'm going to stick this in the chat in case you haven't seen it, Drew. Um... Good, good, God! Oh my God! Dumb, less dumb. So what's funny is like how big it is. Also, people forget this is not. You can't take this anywhere. Yeah, you gotta play it at home, right? Your house. Yeah. Yep. It streams locally. It streams to your basement or wherever your door. Still, that. Wow. Yeah, okay. No. So here's here's the other question. If I'm playing this, can somebody be on my PlayStation playing too? 
I'm assuming that it works no. like the sharing. No, probably not. Right. It would work like the uh, Vita did with PS4. Oh, that's even worse. And this is a very niche audience that I don't think will sell very well. No. I, th- yeah. I thought it was funny, like, everybody's, like, saw it was running on Android. They're like, oh, I could put emulators on it. I'm like, motherfucker, if you pay $300 for this to emulate games? Right. But no. we don't know, number one, we don't know that it's going to be $300 yet. But no, um, no. it doesn't even have a, it doesn't, I, I watched the video, it doesn't have an external memory slot, so. Jesus Christ. What's the point? Oh, I don't want to watch TV and you sit down on the couch and let them watch TV while you play PlayStation? You can probably buy another television that's cheaper than this thing will be. I mean, sure. I'm just saying. I've never... So, I used to play remote play on my Vita. Um, so, the, well, here's the benefit that it'll have over remote play on something like the Vita is it's the same controller, right? So, that's that is the benefit. Um, is it you're not playing remote play on a different controller than you would play regular uh, PlayStation on? Uh, but it's not. I mean, that's not worth what they're going to charge for it. Yeah, it being Sony, it's going to be expensive. I'm for confident sure. that's the case. Speaking of things that are useless, PlayStation Five Pro. So this thing leaked this weekend, uh, coming from Insider Gaming. Its code name is Trinity, which if you've been following along, somebody at Sony really likes the Matrix. Because the, what was it, PlayStation 4's code name was Neo, I think? V- VR was Morpheus. Yep. So right. somebody really likes the Matrix at PlayStation. Uh, dev kits are going out this November. It will have improved and consistent 4K60, which was promised on these consoles to begin with. New performance mode for 8K. Accelerated ray tracing. There's something you ain't heard in a while because nobody's fucking using it. And a planned release date of late 2024. We don't need this. Nope. Absolutely not. We didn't need it with the PlayStation 4 Pro. Oh, we did. We absolutely... Those machines were trash. All I'm saying is, I mean, buckle up, buckaroo, because we're going to be doing it a lot. We're going to do it every console generation. I don't think Xbox is doing it. They've said they're not. They have no plans to do it. Well, I mean... So what does that do? Like, if you've got a PlayStation 5 Pro, and you've got the Series S... (laughs) Eh... You're going to start running into developers who are going to pick and choose who they're going to develop for. I don't know, man. And I, you're going to get a lot more people developing for PlayStation than you would. Xbox. I mean, that's already happening. It's true. So, but I mean, you're going to have that more now. Which is crazy to me because developers develop for like. So this was a conversation that I was listening to another podcast about. If you do like a Steam survey, ninety like ninety percent of people are still running a ten card. Yeah, most people are running the card I have, which is a 1060. That's what I'm saying. Like, 90% of people are running cards way lower. So why is it so hard to spec for the Series S? Like, I don't I don't get that. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I cannot play the new games on my PC. 
but you could play them on the S because they're there. Sure. Which is what I don't understand because those, you say you can't run them. I think you can. It's just not going to be in a quality you want to run them at. I don't know, man. Like I've, what was the first game I ran into that was Gears Tactics? I had to review Gears Tactics on the PC whenever it first came out. I had to lower that thing to low settings, everything. Oh, sure. But, I mean, it still ran. That's my point. It's like, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It's it's just weird, and these conversations are weird, and I don't understand. We don't need a pro. Uh, 8K is on the box for the PS5. Well, and, Ken, nobody wants to... So even if they could get it to run, if I'm a developer, the last thing I want to do is put out some shitty low quality version of my game on a relatively uh I mean it hasn't sold great but a relatively decent selling console and have a whole bunch of people use that version to criticize my game. But I mean can't they do I that on PC? Skip it. But, but can't they huh? do that on PC? Like I can yeah, take but a not game... everybody puts this stuff on PC. There are very few games that don't come to PC that aren't Sony and, and Nintendo first-party games. When it's also it, a lot of people, it's a lot easier for people to accept the fact that if you're running, if you're running an old uh, elite book that you got from work, like I am, uh, people don't expect that to run much. But when you paid for a console, the expectation, and we're told this is going to run the Xbox stuff, and then you get it and it looks like shit. The, that's something that developers aren't going to want to fight with. Yeah. Oh, I'm not disagreeing. I think the S was a bad idea from the start. I think it was I think it was smart in that they wanted to get people into the ecosystem and it was like a good Game Pass box. But the fact that Microsoft dictates that you can't release a game on X if you don't release it on S is a dumb fucking move. It is a bad move, but it also it makes you look bad when you say that though. You know what I mean? Oh sure. I just They they paying themselves in the corner with that one. Yeah, they shouldn't have done the S. Truthfully, like yeah. I get where their where their brain was at, but it that is that is a miss that is a miss right there. It doesn't help that everything is developed on PS5, so it looks like it already runs things better than the X, and now they're making a better PS5. Like that's <laughs> the optics are bad, son. Do you think this will be the last Xbox console? No, no way. No, nah. no. There'll be a con- there'll be a new console after the X. They've already started working on it. I guarantee you. There, what the fuck do you call it at this point? <laughs> I mean, it, besides whatever you call it, I think what will probably end up happening is because they're doing a PS5 Pro, we'll see a new Xbox while the PS5 Pro is still in its life cycle. Basically, I think, doing I, I, I don't think they will come out at the same time anymore. Basically doing the 360 thing of getting like a year head start with the mo- the more powerful, like the next generation Xbox. That's exactly what I think will happen. I could see it because, you know, well, I guess also it gives Microsoft time to see if this thing catches on because obviously the sales numbers will be there. Like, of all of us that have a PS5 right now, is anybody on this show going to buy a Pro? I mean, probably not, but uh, it depends. No. It- it depends on the price point. It depends on what the trade-in looks in like hand. on a regular PS5. It depends on what it actually does. I don't know. Depending on the pricing and how, if it drops the 
price of a PS5, I might buy a PS5. That's well, also another. Say, I don't even have a PS5 I, yet. I, I bought a Pro, and it. I wasn't going to, but when I saw how much better it ran stuff, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so. but that was the thing last gen is like, and and I talked about this when Drew mentioned it. The Xbox One and the PS4 were built on technology that was so bad that most games were running like shit like a year in, like a year or two in. Whereas with these two consoles, we haven't even seen what they can do yet. Well, it's because we're still, people are still programming games for the last gen. Yeah, like, exactly. Sorry, sorry, Anthony, but they're, we should have moved past that already. No, that's fine. That, but that's but that's my thing. Like, I'm just like, well, you know, I'm, as long as it doesn't fucking light my console on fire, I don't give a shit. Yeah, Anthony's the kind of player that doesn't really give a shit about performance. Like, and to be fair, I, and to some extent, like you know, if it if it runs and is unplayable you goddamn right i'm gonna have an issue but for the most part like games generally don't release in that state you know give or take cyberpunk <laughs> jedi survivor well it's funny that you <laughs> mentioned um, cyberpunk because one of the big issues in the cyberpunk development was them trying to develop it for the last gen consoles yeah well i mean at that point i think yeah but, but, but the problem was is that they've announced it for those consoles, they oh, yeah. back themselves into the corner. Like, 100%. You know, did. if you knew you were going to have a game come out that far, like, you should know. Like, if you go, I, if you start a game and you're like, this is going to take us five years to develop, don't tell me what consoles it's going to be on. Because five years from now could be a completely different, like, landscape. So that's kind of on them. Um, but yeah, like, I, I do understand that. It just, yeah, like, does it run? Uh, it doesn't make me, like, if it makes me sick, there's a problem. But for the most part, like, you know, I play janky games. Fucking Ryan, you do too. You know, oh, you know yeah, the experience. Sure like, sometimes it's just, it's not about the performance. It's about the game in general. No, um, and you're 90, you're probably 80 to 90% of people because, like, only people like me care when something runs like, like if you guys play Final mm. Fantasy you'd have no problem like you'd be like this is fine whereas I'm playing it and I'm watching these frame drops consistently and it's very distracting to me so I get that most people don't care which is also another reason why I'm like what point is the pro when 90% of people don't care I, I really think if so and again, this is a leak at this point, so who knows yes, what yes. if it's real and who knows what isn't. But I, I do think that it's a it's a test to say, um, okay, you guys on the Xbox side have shackled yourself to this Series S, so we're going to put out a pro that is an even further gulf in performance between your bottom-end system and... Now what? It's it, what what's what's the response to that, right? They, and maybe it will be. Trying to, wait. Yeah, they're trying to. Def- I think what their end goal is is trying to force developers to choose them over Xbox. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Um, because if there's now another gap between the minimum required specs that you have to program for on Xbox and PlayStation, um, especially if Sony opens it up and says you can program stuff exclusively for the PlayStation Five Pro now. I, I don't know I don't that they'll, they'll do that. Yeah, they didn't do that in the last generation. No. Um, 
but it does change the top end and bottom end uh, of the specs that they can target. I'm going to um, say something that's going to be inflammatory, but like instead of uh, worrying about you know how good your game can look, maybe make the games fun first and foremost. Well, there's that. Yeah, and I don't think I don't I don't see anything that's been done so far that makes me go, oh, it needs that processing power to have you know do these crazy things it's no it's like no it needs a processing power because we want it to look like it does and to me like visuals are great but at the end of the day like the game has to play well and outside of a couple sony first parties like none of this has been like holy shit well i think we're gonna we're gonna start you're not lying yeah we're gonna start seeing bigger adoption for these new consoles especially with like you're talking probably one of the biggest selling games is about to drop and it's only on next gen and I'm talking about Mortal Kombat. That is not on the old consoles. So we're I gonna think s- you're wrong. No, I'm not. It's only on next gen. No, I think you're forgetting someone. Forgetting someone what? It's on the uh, Switch. It's on the Switch. Yeah, but nobody plays Mortal Kombat on the Switch. Correct, but <laughs> at the same time, to me, that go, I, I just go, so you can make this run, you're choosing not to. I mean... Or fair, it's streaming on the Switch. If it's streaming on the Switch, it changes things. I just, I don't think they do, because they did Black Magic on the... Whatever, 11? To well, make the 11, battles except work, for the Crypt. Battles work at 60 frames a second, but don't go into the Crypt, your Switch will fucking... Die. Yeah, the the crypt is but, like. There's a reason why we haven't seen gameplay of the Switch version of Mortal Kombat One. Um, but at the same time, I just I look at that and I go, so this is a this is a choice to cut that off. It's not a necessity because if that was the case, you shouldn't have a Switch version. But kind of going totally back fine to with that. To be clear, I'd be totally fine with there not being a Switch version. Kind of going back to Ryan's point, though. When you when you have a Switch you're kind of expecting a mobile experience. So the expectations for a game on there are not mm. as high as they would be on an Xbox One or a PS4. Like, you can get away with it there because people are like, well, I can play this on the go, so I don't expect it to look as good. Uh, sure, but I think it also overestimates how much people actually give a shit. About, oh, I know people like, don't give so, a shit. So, so the, argument, the argument is... Okay, well, the Switch is fine because everybody expects it to look bad. Fine. But now you're saying, well, if you want to play this at all, though, it's an extra $500 plus our $70 game. Plus the game or the uh, DLC that we're not including with the game, even though a character will come out a fucking month after the game release, which it should just be there. Um, As soon as you start breaking it down that way, why the fuck isn't it on the old consoles? What you're asking for is somebody to buy a new fucking console to play your game. I think that's absurd. I mean, it is, because, but at some point we got to move on. But you're that's, right. Yeah, I I mean, under, I'm, I'm, it's I'm like just asking saying, why it's not coming out on if Super it wasn't, Nintendo. But if, like, it was, but if it wasn't on Switch, I wouldn't be bringing that up. I don't question why Cyberpunk isn't getting DLC on the old consoles. It can't fucking do it. Right, but there's a cyberpunk on Switch. Good lord, that would be funny. But uh, Arc Two, Cyberpunk 2077. But like, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, so you've made the decision to cut. So just be honest. We don't want to do the work, and I'm totally fine with that. I but doubt don't say you can't run. It can't run them because it can, because the Switch can do it. 
So, and the Switch is not as strong as a PS4 and Xbox One, let alone the higher end versions of the Xbox One and PS4. I'm gonna guess NetherRealm is not doing the Switch port. No, possibly they're it not. They already they're they're oh, not. They already have, he, have. Okay. They said there's an interview with um, Ed Boon. They the people that did uh, Eleven, the studio that did Eleven, is doing the Switch port for Mortal Kombat One. And he said they they're they're he said they're happy with their job you know their work so far like he's you know he would speak highly uh, of them Shiver and Saber Interactive and yeah they're the, apparently the people that did eleven so okay all right well still it's one of those things well why can't you just port the Switch version to the other consoles you know I, I don't think I'm asking unfair questions here. I, I just don't. you know what Sorry. at the end of the day I don't think you are either I mean if we're if we're outsourcing to another studio that's producing a downgraded copy of the game to run on you know another console yeah why why couldn't they also then just port it to the old ones using that same studio if they have the expertise maybe they I, don't maybe that's why it's not happening I don't know I think some of it comes back to Ken's point that if they ported the Switch version to PlayStation Four and, and xbox one it would not be as well received as the switch version because people have lower expectations on the switch well i just don't want to hear though from mortal kombat one devs uh that the game you know sold two million copies and they're like well you know we're you know we'll see those sales rolling eventually well you cut off a huge base because even though install bases are increasing for the new consoles that doesn't mean that everybody has one it's not like it's you know an easy purchase. They haven't had a price drop. In fact, the Xbox is crazy in increasing prices, although the PS PS5 did that here as well. So, But also, just, it's like, didn't... So, wasn't that also a rumor this week that the PS5 was going to drop price, which would be crazy, right? If, yeah, I think that was a rumor. If it does, though, I think that's a line... That's what I was kind of saying. Like, I'll, I'll buy a PS5 if a PS5 Pro exists, and that becomes their higher-end product, and the price of a PS5 drops. I think there's a rumor of a slim with a lower price, which would be crazy mm-hmm. considering Microsoft just increased prices and they're being outsold. Right. This whole this whole console generation just seems like a terrible concept. Like on a hardware basis it's fine, but like on a on a customer level, I just look at this and I go, This is just this is where the greed just takes over entirely. Yeah. Also, how do you justify a slim with a cheaper price? Yeah. Uh, like pay Pay us more for the older, bigger one. Like I th- that I think doesn't make stop- sense. I think they like are probably phasing no disc, them out. Right? Well, but they already have a no disc skew. Well, yeah, they they, they have those? one, but it hasn't been available in months. Like you haven't been able to buy one of those, and I couldn't tell you how long. And and I called that when they announced it. I was like, they're going to say this just so they could say they have a skew at three ninety nine, and they're going to make like ten of them. And I was wrong because I thought it was going to be the other way around. They were going to make disc copies for a while, and then the price would increase or the disc model would disappear because then you have to buy your games from Sony. I was wrong there, but you can see well, why that, posi- that position media is in the gaming space is more, well, it's more stubborn than I think people expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And some of but that's because be... of, some of that's because of the, the bullshit that Ubisoft just pulled. Because people see that, yeah. oh yeah, shit, I, these games aren't mine anymore. I mean, it's um, stubborn, but the percentage is still way skewed towards digital. I know it is. I'm just saying that 
the physical is holding on longer than they expected. <laughs> oh, it for to. sure, for sure. If PS5 went pure digital, it would just because murder the uh, limited run market. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you look at, so I know we we were we were uh, laughing about this game earlier, but the I'm not even going to say the name of it. Um, the 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 space firefighter game. Um, if you look at the trailer on Twitter and you look at the comments, Oh, is a physical version coming? 60 to 70% of the comments are, is a physical version coming? So yes, one, wow. but, the game, but two, <laughs> also 60% of the comments asking if it's physical account for maybe 5% of the people. who Again, would I'm not saying that it's most of the games. I'm saying that physical media has been, stubborn about sticking around in the gaming space the way it hasn't in music and movies so that that prevents you right now that there's it's as stubborn in those markets as well uh i'd argue music is probably on par maybe Um, with vinyl not with cd yeah no cds cds are are not uh cds i'm even seeing a big drop off to move to cassettes which is dumb. Um, Y'all motherfuckers just like movies, nostalgia too damn much. <laughs> movies, uh, movies still are there. Um, you just, I think, a lot of people that are still kind of collecting movies and and buying movies to keep and watch over and over uh, have moved more towards those um, like Arrow and Criterion and all those sort of. Um, uh, labels brands whatever the the um boutique sort of versions um but it's still there for those too it's just the, the you know you don't you don't have to engage with it for the most part if you don't want to and like you know video like the people making the vinyl do not make the record players that's up to somebody else to make uh PlayStation sells the games and makes the games, so at the end of the day, they kind of fucked. Okay, hold up, because I wasn't gonna interrupt you while you was cooking. But did you say, Ken, that y'all motherfuckers hold on to nostalgia too much? Is that what he was talking about when he was talking about buying cassette tapes? Yeah, I know, I know, I know what you were saying when he was talking about cassette tapes. I just was like, that's crazy, because m- my guy, did you just build a device to hold on to your nostalgia? Like Eternal Champions. Yeah, right, I, I built like a device you... that takes up five inches by five inches, and it plays them perfectly. Whereas a cassette tape, I have to rewind and flip sides. That sounds dumb. So, so I'll tell hey, you. I'll tell you what hey. happened. That works your dexterity. Get you on your fingers be, so you can yeah. be nimble. Pull out your pencil and rotate the tape back. I need to. Ta- I need to put a piece of scotch off. tape over the top so I can record over it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. These are all skills that that they got to learn. That's what they. So so. so what happened there is just the fact that uh, vinyl was a thing, and then because everybody seemed to reject CDs for some bizarre reason that I'm still not fully certain of. Um, sound quality. Sorry. Sound quality. Horseshit. Of course, uh, it's horseshit. I'm just telling the, you why they did it. No, but I'm telling you, it's it, that's a horseshit reason. They'll tell you vinyl sounds better, except that you're adding static to it. Um, the cassettes are the worst sounding out of them all because no one makes high-end cassettes anymore. It's like one factory. And people moved there because they couldn't get their vinyl pressed anymore because big labels were like, well, we need 4,000 copies of this Adele album and then those 4 
thousand copies end up in a goodwill a week later because I'm not selling. Um, yeah. So, but the uh, so estimate is that physical media is about ten and a half percent in gaming and about eleven percent in music, and seventy one percent of the eleven percent in music is vinyl. Yep, I understand that. So wow. th- that would be like. That would be like if I if I started releasing games again on cartridges and those they do sold that. to a collector. <laughs> they do. They do that. <laughs> they do that with Ken screaming in the background. They, they they do that, but they don't do that with like um, new games. Call of the new Call of Duty is not coming out on cartridge like the new Taylor Swift albums coming out on vinyl. Could you imagine like, the size uh-huh. of the cartridge that Call of Duty would have to be on? <laughs> I also want you to think about it though. Thirty-two X cartridge. They sell it a different camel Neo camel Geo cartridge styles. bit. It's, yeah, it's a, just a giant hard drive that's just Call of Duty installed onto it. I mean, that's and what we're it getting. It comes to, in different right? camo colors because that's exactly what they did with the new Taylor Swift album. Dude, I I yeah. see a future where there are USB drives that are like two terabytes that you just plug into the front of your Series X or whatever, and there's your Call of Duty. Well, I'm surprised we never went to that. Yeah. It's got to be cheaper they tried than selling, They tried selling albums on SD cards at one point. Mini discs, remember those? Sony's mini disc yeah. format? I don't, because I've never seen one in real life. Dude, I was in the Best Buy when they sold them. When they sold one? I mean, the, the section was very, very small. Yeah. <laughs> Just like PSP movies, remember those? Oh, oh fuck yeah. UMDs! I, the UMD. only, I own two UMDs, and not, neither of them are available bound. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I remember, we fun. had a lot of those at oh, EB Games. Were, yeah, because oh they God, would clearance them out for like three dollars. I, I have two. I have yep. Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children, and the complete Aeon Flux animated series. Wow. It's two UMDs, guys. You gotta understand. There's so much data. Why don't you just get some fucking laser discs, man? Get to flip the side because you only get 30 minutes of video. I bought the Aeon Flux just because I couldn't believe there was a two UMD case. I fucking hate physical media. I'm not gonna lie. See, thank you. Outside of music. Thank you. I fucking. I'm tired of buying video games for the most part on, on, on physical. I just can't do it. Unless it's cheaper, I don't. You all will be in my boat eventually. I have so much free space in my room, in my office now, because I don't have any physical discs. It's wonderful. I saw this video of this dude on Twitter posted his game room, which is like the size of my living room, and like 90% of it is just taken up with all this stuff, and I was like watching him walk around the room, like taking a video of it, I was like, this looks really cool, I have all of this in a 5x5 square on my floor. (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) I love it. All right, let's let's close this bitch out. This is this is monster. I got an email and a couple of tweets. Oh Jesus, Anthony, why do you got to put that in the chat? <laughs> oh. All right, the email comes from Jeremy. He says, "I hope all is well. I've been playing the crap out of Diablo Four. Side note: Season One nerfs suck a big one, and haven't had a chance to get back into Tears of the Kingdom." When I'm not working every day trying to sell a car, that is. Hopefully I'll be up on my games when Mario Wonder drops. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, we got to be getting close to seeing their new console. What's your guess on release dates? I'm hoping for 2024 summer or early fall. Always great to hear you guys every week. Also just realized I'm pretty sure I've been listening to you for almost a decade. Oh, yeah. wow. Congrats, man. 
Appreciate that. Also, I'm sorry. <laughs> I figured yeah, somebody also, would want to say that. I we've been Anthony listening to each to. other for 17 years, so I, I feel your pain if you've been listening <laughs> to Tim. The only time you get a break is when you're not on the show, Ryan. That's right, because I don't listen to this thing. <laughs> oh, Switch console, I t- I'm sticking to what I thought. I think it's going to be March 2024. Uh, yeah, I actually think so, too. I could, I could see... Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I think we hear about it within the next, like, within a year's time. I just don't know if it releases. Yeah, with that Mario being we, announced, I don't it's think it's the that's... Mario the one that throws me off. Yeah, the wonders coming out, and they've announced that they're do, redoing Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, and they're doing the Princess Peach game and Super Mario RPG. If it but... didn't have that strong of a lineup. I could see it being kind of the end. Like, if it was just the Luigi's Mansion, the Super Mario RPG, I'd be like, oh, okay. But it's uh, it just seems like it's too strong of a lineup to be like, and a new console. I felt like the new console was going to launch with, like, a new proper 3D Mario, and maybe that's still the case. Maybe Wonders, like, a Bowser's Fury type of... No, I think Wonder is the new Super Mario Brothers, so that's just going to take over. The... But that's not 3D Mario. I, th- I feel like 3D Mario is the No, but Mario that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm saying it, 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 this has nothing to do with the team that would make your new Odyssey or whatever. Yeah, I think I think the new Switch still launches with the new Mario, because we're not launching with a Zelda. That's for sure. Yeah, no. I think I think you get like a Zelda the same year, but it's another one of those remakes of it's like the Capcom games or whatever that they remake. Oh, in the, the same Oracles? style of Link's Awakening. Oracles? Might be when you get your Wind Waker remake. No, that'll be yeah, out. That's that they're... ship has sailed. Haha. <laughs> no, they'll still do that. That's a good. That was a good pun that I didn't mean to make until I got to the end. <laughs> he's like, he gets to the end of the sentence. He's like, I'm very proud of that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I make was, a comment I'm gonna about stamp it. that with a ha. Yeah, I still think we get Twilight Princess Wind Waker HD, but I think the next Switch may... Like, but two Marios in six months? That seems crazy. I feel like we would have gotten just... I feel like we would have gotten Twilight Princess. Dude, you know how Nintendo sits on yeah, shit they would Yeah, they would have chosen the, the game that people want less because everybody wants Wind Waker. Not as many people want Twilight Princess. It's so crazy. And it's to not me. that it's a bad, it's not that it's a bad game. Everybody they might get upset. It's just that the first fucking bit is a goddamn slog. I, it's crazy to me that Wind Waker is the most wanted because I know Ryan remembers when they announced oh, that yeah. game, oh, nobody wanted it. I, yeah, I remember that. People I hated that art yes. style. I think part of me hating that art style was you see a you see the drawing of it and you go, this is not great. And then you see him in action, and he's so emotive, and I'm like, okay, this is way better. Yeah, yeah it, it it's one of those things where you, I think you have to actually play it or see it in motion. Like, the stills don't really do it justice. Because I didn't, I'm not a hardcore Zelda fan. I don't even know the names of all the stuff like y'all. I'm like, I was just like, oh, a new Zelda. I'm like, oh, okay, you on a boat. That's cool. But yeah, I knew, like, some guys that worked in the, because I think I worked at Game Crazy when it was announced. Some guys that worked there, like, were just livid. That it was that they changed the art style. I still find um, it funny of grown men being upset at cartoons. I think I think right? also part of it is that we all saw that uh, Space World Space demo World somehow trailer, in, the yeah. early, in the early age of the internet video streaming. We all oh, somehow yeah. saw the Space World demo that looked far more like Ocarina of Time 
Dude, so well, I don't... It, it helps too that Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask were incredibly well received. Yeah. So that was another that was another reason for the blowback is it's it's not like they put out two shitty games and then changed the whole style of the game. They changed the style after putting out two of the most successful games of all time, um, which led to some of the blowback. Also, speaking of watching old things, I don't know if you saw, uh, but the guy who runs No Clip got a hold of a bunch of old tapes from like press conferences and stuff, and he remastered the PlayStation 3 unveiling E3. And I watched part of it this week. He remastered it in 1080p. The sequence where they're playing Warhawk is so painful. Like where he's like flopping the controller around and it's not That's moving. The, that the was way. the yeah, boomerang, right? They still had the boomerang at the time. No, Man, no, no. I gotta tell you, I enjoyed Warhawk. No, no, no. The game is fine, but watching like him Warhawk, control yeah. it with the six axis was painful. Yeah, six axis was painful. Yes. Not, not, yeah, not a, a certain game was bad with the six axis. The six axis always was terrible. Like I skimmed through that video, you forget that fucking Kaz Hirai was up on stage for like 25 minutes with no games. Wow. 25 minutes talking about the PS5 with no games shown. (laughs) Well, PS3, you mean, I think, right? Yeah, sorry, PS3 games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, that's great. Wow. I'll have to look that up. It's on YouTube. Yeah, he put it up on YouTube. Like he remastered it in 1080p. So, and that is that. I I said I don't remember if you. I don't didn't hear you say that's the boomerang, right? No, no, no. It's it's the the real one. This was uh, before. Okay. Yeah. So they. they I remember. I remember seeing the boomerang stuff. I don't know if I've ever seen that conference. Yeah, this is this is the Ridge Racer conference. This is the Ridge Racer conference. The Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. Remember that one? (laughs) Yeah, remember that. It's the five hundred and ninety-nine U.S. dollars conference. Yeah, and uh, uh, hit his weak spot for massive damage. Yeah, the 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 crab, the giant. This is historically accurate. Based on historical stuff that actually happened (laughs) in Japan. Here's a giant enemy crab. Yeah, that was. Great. I'm like, wait, so it was fighting giant crabs in historical Japan, I guess? All righty then. Yeah. It's wacky it's, over there. Okay. Oh, man, it's fun to what? go back and watch that shit. And they're like, God, we got excited for this, and this is terrible. What a terrible oh. press conference. I mean, the worst of all time. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, it's man. really bad. All right, a couple tweets to get out of here. Uh, Shogun says, PS5 Pro with a laugh face. If the rumors are real, this, there's no way they can do what they're claiming at a reasonable price. This might as well be PS Gaming PC. You can't find a gaming PC near console price that can do consistent 4K 60. Be prepared to pay for performance. Sony needs the money. Yeah, I'm, we'll we'll see. I, I'm I'm if it can't be uh, figured out from my my tone as it relates to this PS5 Pro, I'm still not certain that this leak's not complete bullshit. Um, we'll we'll see. The only reason I give it any credence is because this guy, like I said in the Discord, had predicted uh, Q and something else that came true, like hard. Oh, the DualSense, the Dual Edge, DualSense Edge. Like he leaked both of those, which is the only reason I give this credence because that's two pieces of Sony hardware that he leaked, and that were true. Yeah. So. So he got some. He's got something. Yeah, he's got he, something that he knows. All right. Uh, he also says, I wonder will the fanboys complain about the PlayStation 5 is holding back games since they have to, since they 
not have to develop for two different consoles. Gaming is in such a ridiculous place. I'm thinking about finding a new hobby. Have y'all looked up quadcopters? <laughs> um, are, wait, are quadcopters different than like like drones? Dude, I don't know what a quadcopter is. Okay, you know so it's, it's, it is just though. I was just double checking. It is a drone. Yeah, drone shit is cool. I mean, <laughs> he ain't wrong about modern gaming. No, it's a fucking mess. Yeah, it's just a mess. Like I hate going on Twitter sometimes, or even any of like the websites and seeing because it pops up in everything, the articles and everything. It's like, damn! I just want to know a release date. I just want to know what this game is about. I don't need to feed into the the freaking plastic war box and stuff. Like it's Jesus. It's it's a lot, man, and I don't understand it because. Like, how can you get so angry about video games? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, it's just, it's just a game. Like, I think it's a bit different if you're angry about video games while you're playing a video game. No, no, yeah, for sure. I'm talking more about the like, Xbox gamers don't buy games. PlayStation ain't got no games. (laughs) All that dumb shit. Like, dude, just fucking, like, I was playing Viewfinder, and I'm an Xbox guy, I prefer my Xbox, but I was playing Viewfinder yesterday on my PS5, and you know what? I enjoyed it just fine. Like, Traitor. <laughs> like, if I, don't, if I were near you, I'd, 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 I'd walk over and tear your fucking uh, Xbox badge right off your uniform. Dude, I didn't boot you're up. No, you're no longer an, a unit in this army, you piece of shit. I, there was, like, weeks where I didn't turn on my Xbox when Zelda came out. Like, I never turned on the I'm kidding, on. of course. It's a fucking... I, this is the reason why I just play Nintendo shit. I... I, I I don't care. Like, to me, like, the Nintendo stuff that people always get upset about, I'm like, eh. Dude, Nintendo... Like, if you think Nintendo's the one, only one doing this shit, you're wrong. No, obviously that's true, but it's always funny when Nintendo is, like, the top doll, because then the fanboys get really, like, insufferable. Like, I'm not going to name names, but there's, like, this fanboy, Nintendo fanboy on Twitter, like, anytime a fighting game is announced, he immediately is like, well, it'll never match Smash. Uh, and I'm just I'm like, just, is it nice. is it is it this one, Ken? Yes, that's the one. <laughs> I knew it immediately. Dude, cannot not talk about something without mentioning Smash. Like he just Smash, Smash was like, dude, Smash is its own thing. It, yes, like, it, yes. If you treat it as a fighting game, fine. But that's like comparing like Tekken and Street Fighter. They are very different games. But we also don't need to talk about them in the same sentence when it's like we unveiled a new character for Tekken Eight. Well, Smash unveiled four characters. Okay! Right, right. Why can't we both eat good? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why Why do we gotta, everything gotta be compared? I just don't, I just don't care. It's like when a game comes to Game Pass Day 1, like, that's where I'll play it, because I don't have to pay for it. And people are like, well, you don't buy games. What? I've, I'm gonna say something real shitty. But to the people that say you don't buy games, I can almost guarantee you, as I just unburied myself out of way too much debt from trying to get around depression by buying myself shit, which, by the way, majority of it was video games. I have spent more money on video games than most of the people saying you don't buy video games online. Well, yeah, but you're not an Xbox, though, so it doesn't count. 
fuck them. Fuck, <laughs> they, they can move the goalposts either way. I'll fucking shove it up their ass. I do not care. I spent more money. Guess what it means? Nothing. It means nothing. It doesn't mean shit. It means fuck all. All right? Like, but it's not a fucking... It's not, there's no trophy you get for spending a certain amount of money. It, you just... It's, it's whatever you do with it, fine. But, like, it doesn't matter. No one gives a shit. No one's like, whoa, man. Dude, I had a guy cool. yell at me for five You're hours because I was telling people to get the Horizon PS4 for $10 less. Oh, I remember that. That was before <laughs> I quit Twitter. I was like, what? I'm going to spend the extra money and support the something. You're going to okay. support the, the, the billion-dollar company. That's not the flex you think it is, like, okay. champ. Like, like, dude, if I get shit cheap, that's what I buy. Like, there's a reason why Wario64 is the only Twitter account I need. I will. Yeah, I mean it. Look, game on your own budget. As someone that just again unburied himself out of years of debt, the game on your own budget. There's games for everybody, and there, you know, there's different prices for all of them. And if you like, I really want this brand new game. If you can afford it, go for it. That's cool. If you're willing to wait, also cool. Hopefully, no one spoils it for you. I hate that. That's the thing I have to worry about. Um, you know, for others, because I don't really give a shit about spoilers, but it just, I, I will never understand that. You don't buy video games. Uh, do you play video games? It's like people that are like, oh, you're not a real gamer because you game on your phone. And I mean, it really depends on what they're playing because some of that shit gets really intense. Like, you know, everybody does it different ways. Who gives a shit? Right. Play video games, not consoles. I think that's the... That's the tagline, yes. And yeah. we should probably wrap this up, B, because we've already lost two people. <laughs> Yeah, it's getting a little long in the tooth, fellas. All right, let's yeah. wrap this bitch up. So that's all the tweets. That's all the that's all the emails. If you want to email us, podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we out there. Fuck, I don't even know what Twitter is. Did you see they're changing the oh, name? Oh, they're changing Twitter? the name. They're changing the name, yeah, yeah, and the logo. So where we go? Because oh, idiots. Oh, Jesus Christ. People would kill. People would kill for the brand recognition that Twitter has. Yeah, you've got and your own tweet. Like, tweet is a thing. He's- yeah, they've, they've entered words into the lexicon, and like it, it's look at what other folks are struggling with with skeets and shit threads. Like, yeah, it's yeah. So you're gonna stupid. change to some other shit to lose all brand recognition, while meanwhile threads just connects to your Instagram. Genius move. So stupid. Yeah. Enjoy your other party of just guys that want to blow you, <laughs> Elon. That's not weird at all. Anyway, uh, anyway. yeah, so we're out there on the the whatever it's called um, at ZTGD Podcast, <laughs> and I don't know. We're on there. Uh, Wombat's at Wombat RP. I'm at ZTGD. Phoenix Down has uh, started up a new game. Drew was on earlier. He talked about that. So no more. Ken doesn't remember. I don't. I really don't. I done forgot. I don't remember all Resident Evil 4 remake. Yeah, there you go. Was. So I wasn't the only one that didn't remember, so don't make no, fun of me. No, I was just calling you out. <laughs> you exposed yourself in the process. I, I, I'm not supposed to expose myself anymore. The police said so. You got a, you got a restraining order on you. Anyway, we're going to get out of here before you say something you shouldn't say, so uh, peace, bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. <laughs>